Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hey man, it's Kevin Smith, the guy who feels everything he says is so important that he's got six podcasts to his name. And you're listening to Hey Fam, another podcast he's trying to get his elbow inside of. Man, spread his voice around like a virus. I think I'm too hot. You're not too hot, don't worry. I was just watching Dan, I was hitting the red. Hey fam, welcome to Hey Fam. My name is Levins. My name is Angus. And today we have a special guest. You've heard her on a bonus episode if you're a Patreon member. If not, pay us money so you can hear a great voice. You also heard her probably creeping into the kitchen sometimes, uh, referenced several times in the wiki, the Hey Fam wiki that's out there. I'm sure she has a sub. Someone start a Hey Fam wiki. wiki page. Do you want to start it? You can start it. <laughs> be, a, be a guest oh on our God, podcast. Oh my God, I would all love you, to. All you have to do is start our wiki page. Yeah, done. Um, our guest for the next uh, hour or so is um, the one and only Chloe Sargent. Welcome hey guys. Welcome back to Hey Fam. Thank you. Welcome to the sports bar. I'm at the sports bar. So this is the ethereal magic place, isn't it? This mm. is, um, I'd say we've done a third of our episodes here probably, probably every episode last year. Yeah, we, we've, we've spent a lot of time A minute here. ago we were talking about why was Hey Fam so hard last year and th- I think... We recorded mainly here last year, didn't we? Yeah, because I think because of me having you had a, a baby, baby and you moving house and shit. Like I, I banned you from my house for a year, so I had to <laughs> find somewhere else to go. And I'm glad that I lifted the ban. Yeah, you behaved so well. And now, I, speaking of banned, oh. some fun things to be to bring up later. But um, I just bring those, up now. Just, just intro, intro Chloe properly. Oh yeah, Chloe Sargent, uh, who is full disclosure my partner. <laughs> So, uh, you know, if you have to say you work for a company or something before you talk about it, it's the same as that. It's very ethical, Angus. But it is. The, I, this is the most ethical podcast in Sydney. <laughs> the company uh, Chloe does work for is SBS. Yes, yeah. that's correct. What's your official role there? Uh, I'm a social content producer, which it sounds wanky, but I just get to She's write stories. She's a writer. Yeah, I'm a writer. <laughs> uh, what's SBS stand for? Uh, you get fired if you don't know this. Yeah, it's something broadcasting service. The what? Yeah, uh, something. Everyone knows it. It was, subtitled. Yeah, it was, it was no, something. it was subtitled, no, but I don't subtitled. think it is anymore. Think, well, I mean, let's go back to basics. It's subtitled. Uh, I don't know. We just call it SBS. Um, and what does uh, stand for? Se- sex before soccer. Sex before <laughs> soccer. Yeah. We're, going, we're going to be giving out some awards um, for movies of, of 2017 in this episode. But Chloe, in this episode, I thought we we're doing that with the next episode. Well, I mean, we're going to talk about a particular movie, and then I think it, if, if we have really? time, we should seek into other movies too. 
I've See how we I haven't go. started that. I was going to do that between. The, we're we're going to do that one next. <laughs> this is just. I know every movie you saw this year. This so is just I, a I week. Remind you. Let's, let's just let's just do this one. The I love putting Angus on the spot. It's amazing. The week. <laughs> well, I lost all of our messages, so I didn't know what the. You still haven't told me. Oh no! R.I.P. Angus's Facebook. I was like, what's our um? What's our uh, What are we recording? And I've got to figure out which movies are on that list. Don't worry. So we'll, we'll do it for we'll, the second. We'll get episode. to that. This is literally a week after the Last Jedi. One week later. But Chloe, um, when we do do awards, mm, um, sure. You, you actually won. You, you won an award this year. What? You I won, won an, award. an award. You did. Remember? You won an award. You fought. Oh, an enormous right. award. I thought you meant in like the Hay Fam Awards. Oh, I was like, oh my god. Actually, yeah, I was like, what about. was I in? No. <laughs> the coveted yes, Hay Fam Award. I won an award this year. What was the award? Uh, it was the, the Oscar for best makeup. <laughs> yes. Special broadcasting services. Thank you so much. Thanks so that much, changed. Angus. It's at the bottom of my email signature. I should really know it. Um, I won the uh, Journalist of the Year at the 2017 LGBTI Awards. So good. Real yeah. good. Real it was great. great. Congratulations. We've got a big-ass plaque in our living room. You've seen it. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Next to BB-8 and uh, Matador. Not that I support animal cruelty. I just love the color design. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yeah, most ethical podcast in Sydney. I know. I'm gonna, <laughs> trying to get my good name back after my uh, slandering week. Okay, so we're not going to give out awards. Instead, we're just going to give, give out one award for the only movie I saw twice this year. Is it really? Yeah, I, I don't see At anything cinema, twice. Yeah, Daddy. No, in general. I, I, I just yeah, don't. Wow. Life's too short to see things twice. I did oh. a lot of things, watched things twice this year and didn't see many things. I just see this, saw the same thing several times. It's like it comes of age, I think. Um, we saw a Star, Lo- oh, Star wait, Wars. Oh, you're dropping the orange in? Yeah, of course. Okay, shit. Sure. Having these gigantic beers, um, <laughs> as one does at the sports bar, and you come with a big slice of orange. It's a blue moon. Shouts to blue moon. Real New York style. Is it New York? <laughs> I don't know. We kept saying <laughs> I it's, think it's, it's Belgian. No, it's American. It's a Belgian style. American oh, okay. Beer. I just saw Belgian. I think it's Cali. It's pretty sure it's Cali. Hmm. I think you're right. Uh, I think I had, we actually I, found that out on this. I had once. it. I had it at the Dodgers game. When oh I was yeah, in LA. it's c- completely Cali. Um, oh, it's really nice that orange. It's beautiful. It's been such a stinker of a day. It's good. It's good to c- relax with Real a nice bad local liter talk. of beer. It was close to 40 degrees Celsius for like a good chunk of the day when I went out to do some uh, shopping, which yes, I will reveal awful. later. And uh, look, whenever you're in, um, whenever you're in Sydney and you're real hot. Just know that where I am in Western Sydney, it's like three degrees hotter. Right? Yeah, yeah, three to four degrees hotter. Or crazy. if you uh, have the pleasure of riding on one of Sydney's uh, trains, now that the rail network has extended all of its, um, has more cycles throughout the day. Yeah. More what are they cycle? What are they called? Like train trips? I don't know. More uh, routes. Routes. I don't know. More routes, mate. More routes. Uh, it goes to Parramatta now. Yeah, Sorry. it goes to Parramatta, but we um, because there's more trains. They go, Unretired a lot of trains from the 70s. Oh, so a right. lot of them are like no air conditioning oh, tins. Off, with really? leather seats. Our line, yeah, with leather seats. Oh, I, haven't, yeah. I haven't had the, had the pleasure of getting on one of those. Nasty. Yeah. No I was good. on one today. I feel like I stank. I was almost like passing out. Oh, like, they yeah. should ban those on like, days like today. That's it's like you know, yeah. kids in cars. I sweated through I'm going to start putting kids in cars and dogs until they ban these trains. That is <laughs> You're just going to put every protest. child in a car Absolutely. until they do it. Make sure it's really hot and Most ethical podcast in Sydney, everyone. Badass. Levens, can I have access to your kids? Two seconds ago, <laughs> you were like, animal no, cruelty, say so no. You're banned from my kids and you're banned from Facebook. <laughs> so I was banned from Facebook this week. <laughs> R.I.P. Which is fine. I just, but it just hit me then that then when I told you I lost Plucker Dark Memes, which is 14K likes. Like that page doesn't exist now. Because it was so one admin. ridiculous. Because yeah, you, you never shared the admin. Yeah. Because that was yours. It was a pop-up. It yeah. was a <laughs> capsule collection of memes, and now it's gone. So because of you, because you did your job well for the last five years, yeah. uh, various really labels from overseas yeah. have made 
um, co- copyright claims because you post music on a, yeah. on a, on a so website. Yeah, so it's mainly like about music. videos. Like this is so boring and so technical and probably illegal to talk about. But all around the world, like a different publisher will own the lyric rights in Belgium to speak of and will a different company in uh, South America might own the publishing rights. So it's such a bizarre myriad of web. It's why the music industry is so strange. Yeah, it's like, And someone in Australia could own them all, but it just, you know, in territory, people own different things. It's a very old world method, I think, when stuff's digital, but we've been uh, basically getting hit for... Uh, yeah, it's been a copyright thing. I won't go into it further. It's very boring. But basically, they don't. Facebook can notoriously... Uh, Hypocritically for a communications company, yep. just like the worst at communicating. And so I've been banned. And while at the start, I was like, all year I've been kind of thinking Facebook's not a great place, especially yeah, you've been the stuff it. that I read a lot and a lot of the stuff I'm projected to via like my work, what I do for work. And yep. with some, you know, controversial decisions we made, a lot of vitriol was. Uh, you know, spat out, and so my job's sifting through that, and or even uncontroversial things like yeah. playing a, an artist who's a female, yeah, a young you might, female, <laughs> yeah, you might just get who isn't white, smashed by like thousands of angry rural Australian teens. Yeah, so it's been it's kind of tough, and it's part of my job that's fine, but also it, it is kind of uh, so when it happened, I was like, oh wow, finally. Uh, I, I felt like Yoda had uh, struck the tree, the lightning, and made the decision for me. Uh, Kill everything you love. Then I Kill the past. Ray didn't steal my meme admin, and so I don't have all my meme pages anymore. The sacred meme. Which text. is kind of worrying. But can I also just like bring up the fact that like me and every woman I know has received like death threats, rape threats, unsolicited dick pics, like all of these like horrendous things. And when you report them, Facebook does Facebook nothing. Give, does not this give a shit. This guy's doing his job, Do- yeah. following orders. Yeah, you just. <laughs> following orders okay let's not get Nuremberg <laughs> trials on this no <laughs> literally following orders doing my job um, but like how is it that the people sending these bullshit it's things really don't get banned Again, what do you do that's mental look it's very boring it is one guy you can google his name he has pulled down kids videos um, them with acoustic guitars covering like uh, Carly Rae Jasmine on their personal account and his band accounts oh my so god so what's going on and this is again this is so boring like the most like it's tech so w- talk that's so, so weird what, no, but what it is, and I can kind of see why they're doing it. So with YouTube, you know how like um, a kid can do like ten best like Harry Potter scenes or whatever, and it'll run an ad before it. So Warner Brothers gets that money for the yeah. ad, and they figured out, oh, fandom's great. Like they used to pull videos like that, but then they're like, hang on, they're the videos that are generating us like billions of dollars a year. Yeah. Facebook don't pay their artists yet or pay videos, so Universal's like, man, like they're doing it for anything that's Universal. It's not just Triple J. So they're pulling stuff down left, right, and center, hitting them with copyright notices, and they're like, until Facebook, who have billion, sorry, billions of dollars, stop paying content providers money, then we're gonna just block every Universal video. That's so wild, and it's so insane. You, but and then you're I'm one like of the, the first small, casualties. Like, yeah, I'm like the That's smallest bizarre. ant in this whole like thing, and I, 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 oh, you're, you're bigger than a YouTube cover artist. No, thank you, I am. But yeah, <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just, it's super lame. Uh, so I'm not in the HeyFam chat. Apologies. That's there. That's the, like that. Technically, people can get a refund now because they're promising hot takes from you and I. (laughs) Oh my god! Why would you do that? I am passing on his takes. I am. I'm. We we have have a Facebook group exclusively for listeners of HeyFam, our Patreon supporters. And are you going to start a new account? Are you going to? I'm going to wait and see. I don't want to. We're fighting it. So if if I don't want to start, like, go to the effort of starting a new account and then have my old one reinstated again because that's just a waste of time. So and they can't say anything. Yeah, I reckon the next seventy-two hours I'll have an answer. 
I've been banned before. Like this is a but this is like straight up deleted. This is gone. Like you can't yeah. find me. Our chats don't have history. It's yeah, it just says this user's been deleted. Dude. It's like, insane. Yeah. It said All that I hadn't been tro- verified in oh, my chat so window. Strange. Yeah, I can't even log into it. But I'm still getting alerts. I'll get something because the face the app is still on my phone. Oh, crazy. I got an alert today that was like, "Have you seen Chloe's comment on blah blah's post?" And I'm like, "I, I can't." Like, <laughs> just taunting you. No, yeah. I can't. It's rude. Yeah. That's what it is. And it's Chloe, weird. you're you're officially a Facebook widow. widow? Yes, I've been widowed. Please, like? I'm in mourning. <laughs> I, I wrote a short eulogy for Angus's profile. Oh, it was really me. lovely. <laughs> I didn't know that a colleague showed me. It was great. <laughs> I think he'd commented on it. Yeah. Saw the egg in there trying to get some uh, leverage out of my... He's uh, disgusting. My despair. Yes. He was. Poor character. <laughs> <laughs> Poor judge, judgment. Poor character judgment. Too soon. Too soon. Um, I'm in what a period I of mourning. Hot takes. I haven't. I mean, I've missed the group chat, but I haven't well, missed. So that was. So this is ties into what we're going to be talking about for yeah, this episode. Yeah, the timing was good. Yeah, is uh, given this week and death threats. Uh, speaking of death threats, so when we recorded our, ha- our our Rogue One reaction episode this time last year, before it had what opened anywhere in America, before it opened in Europe, like we got it two days earlier. I here. was like, oh my god, you know, this is. I, I, I was so in love with that movie. I thought it was so wonderful, um, and uh, I just couldn't fathom that anyone didn't like it and then it turned out so many people didn't like it but it wasn't an outrage it was just like a lot of people going like well actually this is why it's bad this is the worst movie ever made there's like a petition to have it remade already Rogue One Oh, Rogue One, you're talking I'm about. I'm talking about Rogue One. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, oh, you th- loved Rogue One. You were like, yeah. yeah. A big comparison and, 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 and between so, the outrage. So what, yeah. what I mean is like, what, like, you know, when I woke up after we recorded that ep- the reaction episode, it turns out a lot of people didn't like Rogue One. But I feel like people kind of were just like, oh, this wasn't good. Like, you know, it's not, Star Wars shouldn't be this kind of movie. Like, the takes were like, People kind of mansplaining it, I guess, like why why it shouldn't exist. People, but, all but these expert cinema filmmakers explaining why a movie wasn't good. Totally, which I love. I, this is one of the things I miss from Facebook. My feed a week, like for the week after a Star Wars movie comes out, just the amazing takes from everybody. People who have never like picked up a like how to make a film book or like you know, it's like it's, shut up, like you're not a film <laughs> critic, like and only Star Wars too. They don't do it for any other movie they see in the year. It's like let me weigh in on this thing, which like has huge cultural importance so I feel I need to have an opinion otherwise like it's just boring like sometimes it's good not to say anything I've learnt this year but so I um, when we when we watched Last Jedi and we recorded an episode at like 4am mm. Chloe I, I expected mm. you to stay up a bit later I so you could record with us I was not I was garbage <laughs> the next day I think I was hallucinating at work well, I was I, I had to DJ for 9 oh, that's hours right. the, the next nine day hours. how did you do that um, I was fine. my body can do can 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 last like forty eight hours with very late little sleep. Oh my god! But I then when I the next day, like the day after that is when I spent. So that was Friday. Yeah, I was my right. soft Christmas party on the Friday, and we yeah, left yeah. so early. Yeah, we did. It was just like we got. We're not so early, but it was just like let's go. Like my body is I messed up. I didn't get. I didn't get home from your house until like five six like six a.m. The, the sun was yeah. up. Yeah. The, the sun was fully up. Yeah, yeah. and my so dad wild. left like oh. while we were recording. Yeah, I know. It's insane. If I get seven and a half hours of sleep rather than eight, I'm fucked. Really? Yeah. The next day I worked from home and I. At one point, I think I just started getting teary for no reason. I was like, I'm too emotional. I'm so like tired. I, was, I went straight to bed when you left, but didn't sleep for another hour because I was just reading takes on the internet. <laughs> Seriously. And then it got Why to six and I was yourself? like, got to go to bed. Woke up 7.30 and went to work. So we recorded our reaction episode of Last Jedi. You, you, we were both unsure on what our final opinion was. I, I loved it, but I didn't know. Like, I, I unanimously loved it because it was a Star Wars movie. But I'm like, it's so new, more so than the other films. Like, so much stuff happened in that film which I'm still just playing catch up with. And, uh, you know, it was the first real new Star Wars movie we've had since 
the Return of the Jedi, I think. Like, Rogue One, we knew what the outcome was. Death Star plans get stolen. Prequels, we all knew what was going to happen. We knew what was going to happen to The Force Awakens. Like, basically, it was like, here's all the characters and what's going on. And beat for beat, it was episode four. I don't think we knew. I think after it, I think we, once, it, once it started and was rolling, we could kind of pick yeah. where things were headed. But to me, but, this is like the first new Star Wars movie in so long where it was like, okay, well, now they've reset the scene. We know all the characters. Anyway, I'll go to later, but I think that's why it was just so new. And it was like, I don't know the future. Like, I don't know what the end point is. And because this movie famously, which we spoke about so ineloquently at 5am, did things that, you know, used the language of Star Wars in weird ways and played with what we expect to happen in a Star Wars movie, especially one that's the middle of a trilogy and it completely pulled the rug under everything. It was so strange to see, you know? Yeah, it was completely yeah. bizarre. Yeah, so I, I and I, uh, you know, if you listened to the last week, you would have heard me say so. Like, I, I loved parts of it after my first You were very uncertain. But yeah. I just thought, like... I thought structurally it, it had big issues, and I just wasn't sure. Was it I, because it didn't? There were parts of the, the movie structure to another Star Wars movie. That I, I just think I had expectations of what I, I get after the last year. After the Force Awakens is so reminiscent of what we now know as a New Hope, um, and even like the Phantom Minutes, it's so beat for beat. Totally, the same movies like meet the characters, destroy the thing in space. Yeah, and I was I was expecting this to really follow. Um, Empire. Empire Strikes Back. The marketing back. made it out to be as well, you know? Yeah, like, and so, like, I, I just kept going, and this is where it's going to end. No, this is going to... And it kept going, and... Because you I, thought at one point it was going to end after Rain Kylo's fight. Yeah, I, th- I thought that was it. Yeah, that felt like an ending point yeah. to me, me I thought it was half first. an hour in Yeah, the movie. <laughs> I was just like, oh, it's not over. And, and this and is like, Star Wars is on the screen. And I hope I, it lasts I, forever. I think it's just, like, your expectations of what you think the movie's going to be, and then as soon as it's it really isn't... the language of Star Wars movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're used it to is. a big lightsaber fight being the last thing of the movie. Yeah. So the, 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 one, the one thing I did say was, like, I need to see this movie again before I say my, my final thoughts on it. Yeah. I, and I was very drunk <laughs> for the first... My favourite thing was I sobered up midway through. You're saying like, man, like these two are very separate events, but I was drunk for the first hour. Also, the editing was really weird for the first hour. <laughs> it's like there is no way that is it not a coincidence. It was a really awesome take in the car on the way home. You're, You're like, just I know that first hour I know was I was drunk weird. for one hour, but man, that first hour was really strange. Man, yeah, that was fucked editing. And and I was we like, what? Okay. I don't know. It was so great. There's no way those two things are related. I, yeah. Like I genuinely, when Luke milks the... The, sea creature. The sea creature and, and then drink has that long extended take stares. of him staring like, ah. with milk like It looks like a milk mustache. advert. Like, I, I thought I was like the Man. only person in the cinema who saw that because I was sitting right next to you and I laughed for such a long amount I of time. I can't believe how long you laughed for it and was it was so like it was like a bellowing laugh like as well like you were beside confused. yourself I was <laughs> like oh drunk Levens <laughs> what up <laughs> everyone else was kind of silent because it's like you know a new Star Wars movie and everyone was just like kind of confused about him doing that but you'd already like worked through that and yeah. had just like <laughs> gotten to guffawing stage yeah. um, but so I, I went to like I went to bed so we've all seen it twice now I should, we should yeah, say yeah Chloe well. was with it Chloe, Chloe was in between both of us when, yeah. we, when we watched it yeah um, and, hey, uh, fam. hey fam so which, I got to deal with uh <laughs> Like focus, focused Angus and drunk Levens. <laughs> it was great. The, the dream. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't speak. I didn't speak for the first hour the other part, before it started. I was like, I get yeah. so nervous before a Star Wars movie. Okay. He really does. It's so stupid. He barely spoke to me. I couldn't talk. I'm just like, I just, I just, I just don't, want, I just don't want the screen to blow up. I just like, get really scared. What was the other part? The other part that you could not like, you were pissing yourself laughing at was when the Porg jumps on the lightsaber, and I yelped because I was so afraid you for the life Porg of the Porg. I thought yeah. a Porg was going to die. And then you just cracked up laughing at me. Like, <laughs> you weren't even laughing at the movie. You were laughing at me. It's such a great moment. <laughs> like, my so awful great. reaction. 
It's a uh, great moment. A great moment. And yeah. I also, another part was um, when Snoke is wearing that gold suit and he looks like Goldmember from yeah. Austin oh, Powers yeah. 3. Yeah, yeah. And at one point I leant over to over you, over you, it, you and was about to yell at you and Angus, I love gold. <laughs> and all I did was go, I, and then you looked at me like, do not do this. Evans. I just know what he's Save like. Save it for a second. In a Star Wars <laughs> film, I did not want him to snap at and you. And I was like, that's a good Poor point, Poor drunk Levens. <laughs> And I did that with my eyes. God, I'm powerful. That's very good. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but so I, when, I, when I finally went to bed after recording it, and Chloe, don't worry, we will ask you what your reactions oh, yeah. were yeah, yeah. Um, very soon. But when I, when I finally went to bed, I was like, I'm in the minority here. Everyone yeah. is going to love this movie. And also, this is be- like I said before, when I didn't realize you were talking about Rogue One, we saw it before the rest of the world. Like, we had that 24 hours of... Bliss. The press reviews. <laughs> also, what we seen at that time was... The There's way less MRAs in Australia than America. Yeah. Well, there was no audience scores yet on... Uh, which I think is, like, a big problem. Another thing, as much as I think Facebook's a huge problem, aggregated audience voting things is... Well, like, I, I've been banned from Rotten Tomatoes. Have you? No. no. <laughs> have you been banned from postal <laughs> oh surveys? <laughs> What else? Uh, I think that's also like a huge problem. And a guy today is now claiming that he's the guy who's hacked the Last Jedi's one and had made it bad. Like there's someone claiming that oh, I, it was a bot I built and I've downvoted it Fuck. single-handedly. So this if is you... they're so flawed. But at this time, oh, at this point, God. we hadn't seen those. We'd only seen the critical review, which was higher than The Force Awakens, which it still is, and on par with Re- Empire Strikes Back. And all the Twitter reviews, all of the um, press reviews at this time, which I weren't reading, but I was looking at the scores and the headline were all just like unanimous praise. And that's all we'd kind of known before we walked in as well, right? Mm. It was before like general mm. audience had seen it and we'd known what the feedback would be like. And I think, again, like, you know, this movie was set up to be via the marketing Empire Strikes Back 2, basically. Yeah. And the film is not that, and which is fantastic. So I, I saw it again last night with my wife because I spent, like, even though I, I criticised it and I definitely, like, of, of out of the two of us, out of the three of us, I guess, um, I, I definitely liked it the least. And out of everyone in our, like, hey after fam, the initial screw hot takes, screening. I, yeah. just, like, I, I think I had the most criticisms of it. Was this, after, and you meant after the initial screening? After the initial yeah. screening. And, yeah. but, but I didn't stop thinking about it the entire week. I could, I could stop thinking yeah, about it. I was the same. More and so than Force Awakens, where I, like, didn't have to think about it that much. I loved it, but I also knew it, like, I could recite the movie to because yeah. it was such a familiar That's film. That's because it didn't challenge you either. Like, not it in was, a bad way. Like, no, it did, totally. you know, introduce yeah. these great new things, like... The best thing J.J. Abrams did with that film was create the character of, um, I think, like Kylo Ren is still, I think, probably maybe my favourite Star Wars character of all time. Definitely my favourite portrayal of a character by an actor as well in a Star Wars film. He set up so many great new things, like this Wraith. Like, you know, and J.J. does this thing, and um, our listeners are probably aware of it, but you know he does this mystery box thing, and he speaks about the mystery box. So he's grand- he's, there's a TED talk about his grandfather bought him a magic box when he was a kid, and he never it's opened it. It's a loot it. crate. He gave him a, subscribed him to loot crate. He's, he got him a loot crate. He put in the code JJ's dead granddad for 10% off. Um, his grandfather, Kelvin, which they named the Kelvin Ridge after in The Force Awakens. Right. And his Star Trek timeline is known as the Kelvin timeline. But he bought him a box of magic tricks and it was like 50 tricks inside. And the, the, the story goes, and I'm probably getting this completely wrong, is he never opened it because he thought what was in there was going to be far worse than the mystery. Once you know about that, once you know he made a Lost, once you know he made these things, all these uh, scripts, all these movies are driven by mystery. Who are Ray's parents? Who is Snoke? Who is this? And he's not a fan of solving them, which is really sure. interesting. And yep. he's a fan of setting up mystery and is like, sometimes it's better not to know, which I think I'm for and against. It seemed like a lot of people felt they were owed particular answers sure. and have Absolutely. reinterpreted things. And I think that's something that Especially Brian, when you have a fan base that spent two years 
like coming up with coming no up with their own theories to the point exactly. when there's like famous t-shirts yeah. by Steel Wars which was on Jimmy Kimmel yeah. <laughs> the t-shirt your Snoke theory sucks like you know it's insane it became this long running joke it became a parody of itself and um, it's also a fan base that has like decades of nostalgia attached to it as well 100% so and they think they know how Star Wars totally. should go and when you don't do something they will not feel I, and like I, you know, I'm the, I think we spoke about I love when bands change their sound when artists progress a lot of fans of artists don't like that and they will be like do it like you used to do it it's people being challenged by norms I think it's worth noting before we go on I've got the amazing um, Art of the Last Jedi book and I wasn't too sure about the timeline of this movie like when it was getting made Ryan was writing the script um, two weeks before they started filming The Force Awakens so he had the script for The Force Awakens started writing it and he showed JJ and JJ said like I wish I was making this episode 8 like he was he loved it so they weren't he also didn't say you have to do this with Ray's parents it was a clean slate for him he was up to him to do it and he checked with the story group he was working with them really hands on and is like what if I do this with this character like he didn't do it despite the setup either but he was kind of given this free write and kind of did what I think was the most interesting for him as a writer and also him us as an audience I think you know like the decisions he made and we'll go into it definitely, but I think a lot of the decisions betray what these fans think Star Wars is about, about important families and bloodlines and, like, you know, being born into a destiny, you know what I mean, living up to a name, like a Skywalker surname, and it kind of undoes a lot of that. It almost, you know, re, it almost retcons a few things about our perception of the Force and stuff as well, and how it works and how it travels through families. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. Which kind of goes back to what Lucas was originally doing in the first Star Wars movie. Like, there was no explanation about it. Like, you're, you almost walked away thinking anybody, if they thought hard enough, could tap into the Force, you know? And it doesn't do that, but it does open it up now to, like, a bigger thing. But we'll go into that way better. So I, I spent the entire week just thinking about Last Jedi nonstop. And yeah. interestingly, the, the last movie to make me do that, where I, I w- watched it for the first time and I was like... I don't know if I liked that. 22 Jump Street. My name is Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> was that, that was the last time, right? <laughs> um, it was a movie that, that actually uh, featured both Oscar Isaacs and... Um, Isaac was Isaac's oh, yeah, Isaac. and, uh, and Adam Driver. Yes. Um, Inside Lewin Davis. Coen the Coen Brothers yeah. movie. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. It's a great movie. It's a great <laughs> movie. I didn't Took think so after I... But then I spent an entire week thinking about it. And I watched it on a plane. And then I had another flight a week later. And I watched it again. And I was like, this is a brilliant movie. Yeah, sure. So You caught the flight... Specifically, like, what movies are you screening on here? <laughs> like, inside Llewellyn Davis, and you're like, get me on there. I don't care where it goes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, I finally saw it again with my wife last night. And um, we're going to. Cinema, s- you said before, off mic. Yeah, yeah, and we'll get into like our thoughts after on, on our, our second viewing. But, Chloe, if you want to just share quickly what you thought after the first time you saw it. Yeah. I was. Also uh, say how. Talk about your relationship with Star Wars. Like, I'd say, like, are you a big fan? Talk about your relationship okay. with, with Angus. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right, like, are just... you a Star Wars fan? You know, like, you've got to just right. justify, but set up the scene. <laughs> I know, we know you're a fan, but... I know, okay. Um, so, I'm kind of glad that um, I wasn't on the reaction podcast straight after the film, because one, I would have just fallen asleep on you. <laughs> it would have been, like... Yeah, it would have, you were just a thud. That's all you would have gotten from me. Um, but also, I didn't... Like, I, I wouldn't have been able to actually properly, eloquently say what I felt because you know I what? just don't think I had those thoughts in my head yet. I Nor should I was you. Able like, to. It's a weird thing, I think. Yeah. And I remember even, you know, I'm not a huge Jay-Z fan. I don't worship what he does all the time. I think he's done some great stuff. But he did say this comment recently about like how weird it was like when someone can review something an hour after being out, be it music, be it that. that. Makes no and sense it's just to me. like, 
it is art. Like yeah. you've got to, you really and like I need a time to think about it. You need time to process. And yeah. I think there's nothing wrong. And again, this we've we've slipped into a culture now of yeah, and we're responsible for this too of being. The, we wanted to be the first, literally on yeah, iTunes. Totally. We, and it's we were again. <laughs> but, and it's great. Congrats, guys. But also like <laughs> this is the real review. You're now. the problem. Like we did it just to be first, and we are part of the problem. <laughs> yeah. But there, there is a there is a sense now that you have to be the first to have your take out there. Yeah, and it's, totally. it's shit. But yeah. I think look, if you listen to Hey Fam, you, it's not us going. It should have been this. It shouldn't have been. No, this. we're not it's those us people. Like going like I don't know. It, it's very. It was a very it's honest a most, reaction. It's yeah. It's a, and we always say this is what I think, and this is what, you know. Whereas like the so many criticisms I see, are just we've like, never said the phrase George Lucas raped my childhood, or, which was like yeah, the biggest. Or, or no, Ryan Johnson ruined Star Wars. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah. But no, you were so you were not you were afraid. Yeah, of. I was. I was pretty. Um, I was unable to process my thoughts directly after. I knew that there were certain parts that I loved, and there were parts that I had issues with. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I, I'm glad that I had that time to both process the film before seeing it a second time, mm. and I'm glad that I had time to process the film and see it a second time before chatting to you guys about it because it, it's I think it's such an important part of the just the Star Wars like world and the like the dialogue that happens around this franchise because it needed someone to shake it up, and the fact that this whole concept of this movie is throwing away the things that you love and starting fresh and like even fire is such a cleansing thing and so like that yeah. being like a massive symbolic situation it was so red as well it was like really it was, red everything and was like on fire the, the, even the red was on fire at one point yeah, yeah. exactly right. like it was yeah. a whole, whole burning <laughs> through it <laughs> but yeah like <laughs> the fact that it ever. yeah I, it was just such a cleansing refreshing but also emotionally fraught movie that I just I think Ryan Johnson's a genius I just couldn't stop thinking that man we, there's been rumours about like the way Kathy Kennedy runs things and Lucasfilm, maybe it's not the great. And I'm just like, I can't believe they let this movie happen. It's the bravest, boldest thing. Like, yeah, totally. Kudos goes to Kathy Kennedy for trusting this young filmmaker who's only made three independent films before that. Like, yeah. never made a major Hollywood film, doing Star Wars and then letting him do what he wanted with the script. Loop is a major Hollywood film, isn't it? It was like independently funded, I'm sure. Right. Maybe that was his first. I'm not too sure. Yeah, I I'd known. say that would be it. Well, this is his first like big film. But yeah. like his first massive film and just letting him do what he wanted as opposed to this kind of... We've seen the other spectrum of Disney and, you know, we love them too because they're predictable and we know how they're going to end and we love them. They're the MCU, but we know what's going to happen. Totally. And this was refreshing for me to see like a Disney conglomerate co- company let somebody do something that was unsuspecting and, you know what I mean, not have to oh, you have to do this in nine years so this happens in this movie in you know, five years' time. Make sure this happens in your film now. This was like, make a film that's a standalone film and just concentrate on that and we'll figure it out the next story after. You know, yeah. and I was just completely impressed with that. It made me feel really, yeah. really happy. It yeah. Made, yeah, it really like upped my faith in the franchise, I think, as well, this film. Whereas well, a lot of people, it's, their faith has been broken down. But for crazy. people who are... The reactions are insane. I've never... like I. If anything, I've, I feel like I've lost faith in the Star Wars fandom. Likewise. It's, it's really speak, distressed me. Uh, Alexi was just messaging me before we recorded. Our good friend, Alexi Teleopolis. Good friend, uh, Blank, Blank Slate, Slate Mike Check. Mike Check yep. And he was just like, I'm so glad you and I are friends and not just friends because we like Star Wars. He's just like, the fandom's so bad. And we're just talking about the toxic fandom at the mm. moment. People saying like, yeah, death threats, uh, remake this movie, this movie's fucked. If, and like, if you, you see what they did to Rose's w- Wikipedia page today? No. Oh, just all these racial slurs. Like, oh, with that hat. And that is like, oh, horrible, sorry. horrible stuff on Kelly. And she's an actual angel on Earth. She's that, amazing. The, I love both that the character. actress and the character of Rose. Like, she's <laughs> incredible. <laughs> well, no, she's Kelly an Marie angel Tran on Earth. Kelly Marie Tran is brilliant. Yeah, well, true. Okay, she's an angel fair on crate. Yeah. <laughs> and all these stupid rumors going around, like, oh, they stuck her in there to appeal to the Chinese market. You know that great story people say? She's Vietnamese for stuff. 
starters. Like, yeah. Do some research, you little fucking moof milkers. Do you know that if you um if you go on Twitter and you search Ryan Johnson, it suggests Ryan Johnson ruined. Oh, oh and you know if you put in the hashtag me. the Last Jedi, it puts in Last Jedi bad before Last Jedi. Yeah. Hectic. Fuck this is the Force Awakens. Like, I don't know if this is rose tinted glasses, but it was unanimous praise because it was the first good Star Wars movie in a decade. <coughs> yeah, yeah, the only like, the only backlash was that it was oh they've just copied kind of derivative. A new but then, hope. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't that good. Yeah. yeah, no, but it was but like people. The the the, the but commentary none of it was, was nasty. Like, like none, none of it was, nasty. was like death threats or anything. People were thanking JJ. They're yeah. like, thank you for making a Star Wars movie again. Because people don't like change. But then <laughs> the moment they change it. Yeah, you're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. You know totally. what I mean? It was just like, but like Ryan Johnson's statement that he gave um, in that interview, where he sort of said he was like, he was every, a business every, insider or something. I can't remember. It was, but it was a, a really, really eloquent and mature statement that he gave out. It was really, Today, really it was in wonderful. Re- it was in response to the the, top the backlash. Yeah, backlash. but he actually yeah. sort of said he was like, everyone who is a fan of Star Wars has a list of things that they would love to see happen, and people are very passionate, and sometimes their passion comes out in like violent hate. And he said he's on, done on this Twitter as well, and he's like, done I'm it before because he's a fan. But he sort of said that like everyone has this list of thing, things that they would love to see happen, and you're never going to find two people that have the exact same list. Like there's, you know, that just doesn't exist. Like people are always going to have different things, and that means that one group's going to be unhappy and one group's going to be happy. Yeah, like, there's that Mark Hamill um, interview that's been taken out of context so totally. bad, but yeah. where he's but like going, I disagreed with Ryan's interpretation of Luke but then afterwards and this is the bit that no one's like you know uses when they're arguing he says like oh then I realised this is the only way you could do it yeah yeah it's even got to the point now which is I just love how hypocritical and small minded like the hypocritical things angry small-minded people will latch onto they're saying like bring back George Lucas where years ago they were <laughs> oh, saying Christ. stop making movies like I feel for George Lucas yeah me like, too I, I am a prequel fan and you know I was a teenager when they came out I loved them to me it's Star Wars but during the time it was like fuck you George Lucas stop making Star Wars movies yeah. Ryan Johnson makes one which George Lucas has given two huge thumbs up and said it's the most beautifully made film yeah. he didn't love The Force Awakens he called it a retro film and was like I wanted to do new things with the series, but people kept t- hating when I did, so I know why they made it like this. And, and he, I think this Ryan is a movie. Ryan pays his respects to the prequels in this movie. Talks about yeah, Darth Sidious. No, no, it's so wild. It's and so I, great. And like when he brings that, when Luke says that line about Darth Sidious, I, I was just like, oh, good. He like, could have said the Emperor. <laughs> I, know, like, I know, he could have said the Emperor, but he yeah. said, it's, it's like that bit in The Force Awakens when Kylo says, or oh, maybe like Supreme Leader should use clones instead of uh, an army, you know? Mm. Like, like when they reference, like, don't turn your back on that shit. Yeah. Yeah, so, so I um I still have some criticisms after mm-hmm. I saw it last night. No movie with my is perfect, wife. you know, and I'd yeah. hate a perfect movie. So I mean, in case you haven't noticed, we are we, we've done very light spoilers so far, but for the rest of the podcast, we'll go full spoilers. And we did them all last week as well. Yeah, yeah, totally. I, I'm, I'll be baffled if there are still people that listen to our podcast that haven't seen it yet. Yeah, yeah. unless they're just now. not interested. Unsubscribe and delete this now. Why did you even <laughs> click on it? No, then stick around and <laughs> stick around. We do. We're such a diverse and cool podcast. There's so many reasons to listen. The next episode's all about Deadpool too, guys. <laughs> 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 Who's now owned by... Oh, we'll talk about that next episode. Yeah, I don't have much to say. <laughs> Crazy. Care. No, Hank Hill and Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Come on, baby. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I, I still have, like, some criticisms um, So you were you worried going to the new one? Were you like, fuck, I don't know if I'm going to like it? When, uh, going into the, the, the first night. time, last night? I was just like, 
No, no, because of how I was like, okay, I'm pretty sure I'm a lot. I was a lot drunker than I thought I was. I drank two and a half bottles of wine. You were pretty drunk. Yeah, you so. were pretty <laughs> in a bad way. If only we'd recorded again, that that would have been your drunk episode at the start. I have photos of like you two like posing on a next wing, and I feel like those photos oh. really do demonstrate. We use, we use them as our as, as episode the episode. Um, it's canon. Yeah, I know. It's, it's me lifting my leg up as high as it would go. I know. It's canon. I don't know even know how you did that. Like it was impressive. F forty five, baby. <laughs> it's canon uh, now. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, I saw it again with my wife last night. My wife um, Bianca is uh, casual a fan. fan. Yeah, I mean, like you know, like she just she just loves like m- 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 like movies. She loves Star Wars. Star Wars is a movie to her. Series. And everyone like, knows, like everyone knows Yoda. Everyone knows art. You know what I mean? Like Star Wars is so ingrained in our Western totally. culture. But she we all know everything. The first movie, the first Star Wars movie she ever saw was Phantom Menace when it came out, and she was like, "Oh." I don't like this. <laughs> what is this? Um, and, now this is pod racing. And then when we started dating, I bought the 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 the, the, the OT all, all six of, of the all six. Sure. Blu-ray. And uh, it's the reason why I bought a Blu-ray player when they announced that box set. Um, and uh, I watched it, and they were actually the first time that I'd seen the re- the redone versions. Um, and I I, right. I hate so many things in the, in the redone versions. The special editions. Yeah, the special editions. Um, I I just wish I can't wait if if they ever release the original editions. Oh, they won't. They're not, they're probably destroyed. Like yeah. they, dec- do they, um, what's that word? When something like decays, they, they decayed. Right. So the preserved versions of the special editions. Can't they just borrow someone's VHSs? It looks like ass. <laughs> it's just it's like, yeah. I mean, like proper 4K <laughs> shit. No, everyone's taken over. I've got them on uh, VHS still, the original just non-special like, editions. Yeah, my main thing is just the, uh, it's just the song in Return of the Jedi in Jabba's Palace. Yeah. The original... The, oh, yeah. The, the 80s one is so sick. It sounds like a fucking... It's insane. Uh, like Tom Tom Club song. I was about to say, like, it sounds yeah. like, yeah, Cocteau Twins or something. Yeah, totally. And then, like... But the, the best thing about... The, the only good thing about the new one is you see shots of Boba Fett just flirting with chicks and, like, pinching yeah. them on the cheek. And yeah. I'm like, we need that. I like yeah. that. It is pretty good. And there's a, that just that... I okay, brought it up last week. There's just Sebulba walking. Yeah. So yeah. One, Sebul- one of his, one yeah. of his yeah. race. There's like, a walking. Doug walking around. Yeah, Doug is right. Yeah. Um, I'm into that. See, I like stuff that's changed for world-building purposes. But, yeah, so um, B and I... B's loved. B loved Rogue One. B loved Force Awakens. And uh, I took went went to see it last night with her. And I, before telling her what I thought, I was like, "What did you think?" And um, did she know that it consumed you for a week? Did she, was she aware of that? No, or I, guess I didn't want to. I didn't want to talk yeah, about you it. Didn't want to affect I don't, her exactly. I don't yeah. like. Yeah. So she, I guess, you in that way, wife. she is. <laughs> you don't talk. You guys sleep in different bedrooms. <laughs> My, I had a mate. I had some old mates over yesterday, um, and their partners as well. And uh, he started talking about Star Wars to me, and I was like, "Oh, B hasn't seen it yet." And he was like, like "What? Do not talk." How, do you, how have you seen it and you haven't been able to talk to it? I'm like, I've got a podcast. This is what I've got a podcast yeah. for. <laughs> We've got a Patreon. Would you like to join right yeah, now? Yeah. <laughs> um, but so it, it finished and I was like, you know, what, what did you think? Wait, did and you wait for it to say in memory of Carrie Fisher? Then you asked her that? Oh, no, we were like walking okay, out of the few. cinema. I was yeah. going to say, uh, don't, don't disrespect her. Also, I, I pulled my phone out uh, during the last the last scene and I filmed the kid with the broom just because we need it for our Twitter account at Star Wars Chloe broom. doesn't even know about this oh, we, so, we set up an account oh, in the last God. episode at, at, at 4.30 in the morning at, we, we registered at Star Wars and broom, we're the broom on Twitter <laughs> and we tweet as the broom we both, we both do it I wanted you to discover it organically and show it to me. And be I like, was hoping it would have gone viral oh by now, but if, if you're listening... We've got at Ryan Johnson and everything. We need your help. Um, uh, there's at least four really good ones on there. And th- there's some right, very, go very follow good it tweets. Now. It's at Star Wars Broom. I know. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I think my favourite part of recording last week was me being stoked that Star Wars Broom was available. Star Wars yeah. Broom. <laughs> For about 10 minutes of the podcast, Levin sets up this the one? account. Yeah. Canto Bites <laughs> Beloved Force Sensitive Broom. <laughs> <laughs> Phenomenal. 
Um, following. Okay. And of, of course, uh, listeners are already making memes for us to, 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 to send. But yeah, follow at Star Wars Broom. Tell your Star Wars friends, at Star Wars Friends, to follow at Star Wars Broom. There's some good ones on there. Um, but yes, yeah, so I, I asked Bianca, like, you know, what did you think? And she did have the same, her same meme criticism. Although so you got a drunk before, so you wanted yeah. her to experience the same way you did. You got a, uh, two bottles of wine on the car. Yeah, boy, that wine was tasty, but that first hour of editing, coolie <laughs> dooly. Um, no, she had no problem with it with the first 45 minutes, but she agreed. And did you? No, the, the first 45 okay. minutes is so fucking good. I don't know what I was just... <laughs> I know, you were Look, pissed. <laughs> or, or, or my expectations were different. Who could, say? Who could say? Two and a half bottles of wine? <laughs> Expectations. Mm. We'll never know. There's no, no way. There's no way either of us could ever know. Um, Is Yoda the bottles of wine? Or <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she did. Her first thing was like, oh my God. Like, I, I didn't realize so much of the Rebels plot was just going to be them slowly escaping this thing. And it took the me resistance. so long. It like, took me so long. Well, like, not just the resistance. No, it, it, it's so drawn out that. Just no, that, I mean, like, they're called the resistance. I was correct. Of course. You. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, my bad. Sorry. Um, uh, How dare you? But they do call them <laughs> rebels a lot in this, so I'm like confused now. Right. You know, they yeah, like, of course. Speed rebel rebels. Rebel rebel scum. scum. Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe they are rebels now. They were the resistance, but then the New Republic was res- destroyed in the last film, so maybe they are rebels they say, now. They say resistance too, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I feel they, like uh, it's an interchangeable term in general terms, like not in Star Wars terms. Ray. Yeah. Um, so does Ray. Whoa. <sighs> Hectic. Ooh, who's her parents? Um, we know. Just fucking drunk idiots. Me. Yeah. Me watching <laughs> the first 45 <laughs> minutes of, of, of The Last Jedi. Why did you sell her for, I'm, for I'm booze dad. money? It's so good. You uh, sold her for booze money. Rude. I sold her for, for, for natural wine money. <laughs> Natty wines. Um, so, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, she was like, as soon as I... It took her a while to kind of accept that that was going to be what their part of the movie sure. was about. And she just like... The casino, when they finally got there, and she was like, she acknowledged that it was silly, but at least it was fun. And that, you know, you kind of, once you accept that that is like a pretty mundane thing for so much of the cast to do, you can have fun with the movie. And that's mm. actually exactly what I thought going into this, like watching it the second time, I was like, okay, I know this is coming up. Yeah, it wasn't the best. Like, it, it, it's clear that like Ryan Johnson had like a great idea of where he wanted everyone to end up and such strong ideas of what to do with Ray, Luke, and, um, Kylo. and Kylo. Yeah. That like it does feel like they're like oh fuck what what can we do to f- with the other mm. cast members? But watching it the second time, like I loved, I even loved the casino shit. I think it's a great yeah. like scene. There are it does feel like that when when they're riding the last guardians, whatever the fuck that what are they called? The Thadias. Yeah, Thalias. yeah what, I wasn't it, sure what they when, they, when they're smashing through Thalias. the walls and something. That feels yeah. like a scene out of Fantastic Beasts and How to Fuck Them. Yeah, but um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the, the, that's what the, yeah, that's what this movie's called in this podcast. Yeah, oh, good. Right. Okay, yeah. um, great. But. Uh, or and Johnny like, Depp Innocent. That's yeah. the other title we call it. <laughs> oh. In all caps. That's when Kanye's on. Such a musical podcast. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> Johnny Depp um, Innocent so yeah, like, or Fantastic Beasts and How to Fuck Them. All, all of my criticisms, like the pacing, like even like that, like I think like even once you know what Holdo's endgame is with Poe, so it's you really s- good. It's Poe's fault that she treats him like that. Yeah, yeah this movie absolutely. is about failure. Everybody fails. Exactly. Uh, Finn yeah. and Rose's mission is a failure and people going... They like, get so many people killed. Yeah. How, and, but like, it's nice to see a movie where not everything is a ni- neat little package that's everything... Like, everything means something. Like, it's nice to see this movie as a movie of missteps. And yeah, the, and the totally. movie's like, don't sacrifice yourself 
Stop to being take a hero. down the bad. Yeah, like yeah. stop do it. Do whatever you can to preserve the light or whatever the fuck. I, I've seen it. a great take on uh, Canto Bite, the casino, which was like, you know, in previous Star Wars movies, whenever we wanted to establish the idea of um, a hive of scum and villainy, villainy as obviously Obi-Wan calls it, you see the cantina full of like, you know, ugly monsters and stuff like Poor that. Poor drunk people. Or you see Maz Kanata's castle, which is, a you know, again, basically the so same thing. So booze is the enemy. Yeah. But no, not but, but, uh, this you see like, and in Star Wars, um, humans are like the oppressing race, which we've kind of, that's why they enslave Wookiees, like hasn't really been explored in movies yet. But that's why the Empire is made up of all humans and the Rebels and the Resistance is a mixed race group. Like it's all yep. done purposefully. And you notice most of the people in Canto Bight are humans. And yep. it's that this, that's this film's version of uh, scum and villainy. You know, people popping champagne. Like there's a close up of like, you know, glasses being filled. And that's, you know, everything's clean, everything's pristine. But that's this movie's scum. And, you know, it's it's people say like I hate politics in my movies, but Star Wars is all about politics, whether Absolutely. you like it or not. It always has been. Uh, I thought it was interesting to see the class kind of you know discussed. Yeah, and the, the the gray like this movie is all about gray. It's all about it's not quite black. It's not quite white. Like he's a guy selling weapons to both sides, and nothing. I remember thinking I the casino scene went for 20 minutes, but it went for yeah. like five minutes. Like, yeah, yeah. I just was like, oh, this movie. It's this, really brisk. It's so brisk yeah. and yeah. it's so strange. And like BB's a goat in it. Like, and again, this isn't my thought, but the fact that the villains on that planet are cops. Very interesting. Mm. Like you hate them. They're police. And the fact he uses money as a weapon against them. Like it's, yeah. you know, it can come across somewhat ham-fisted, but it's a huge commentary. Absolutely. the 1% who are selling weapons to like both sides. And like you watch Star Wars and you never go... Oh, how do they have forty star destroyers? Like, how do those get made? You know what I mean? And mm. you kind of, you know, you kind of with the empire and stuff. You know that that's the government in power, and that's why. But the first order is not, you know, the main government. And who who builds weapons? Who sells them? It's it's, yeah, it's, it's it is interesting. So my prediction for the next one is that Finn is going to be anti-war, like a pacifist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, sure. Like, because every I feel like that's his arc is yeah. like stormtrooper to anti-war. To but like yeah, like he, he learns that like you know he's like he wants to go stormtrooper to. Hero to rebel. He wants to be Poe, but but then runs. Oh fuck! My side's like you know like it's not about good or bad. Like both of what we're doing and and all of what's his name? DJ. Uh yeah no he doesn't have a name. He's known as DJ. Um, It it stands for in his hat. He has Orbrush, which is the Star Wars like language, and it says don't join. Which oh. why he's got the name DJ, which sure. is why he okay. has no name, but it means he doesn't like, join either side. He, that's yeah. why he's like, oh, I don't, you know, I go to the highest bidder. I'm I not was just calling him first Cobra, order, yeah. or I'm not. Um, just yeah, I call him the collector. Del Toro. Not, not Lando. Yeah. Not Lando. <laughs> not Lando. <laughs> See, Lando couldn't be in it because he would have fixed everything. Yeah, I hate that argument. They're like, oh, Lando should have been in the casino. No, he's not. Like, he would have just fixed everything. They needed a character who you didn't know about and you didn't trust. We trust um, Lando now. Yeah. See, I, I, I came right around on Benicio del Toro's character. And it's I, interesting I can't Star wait Wars. for him in episode nine. He has to yeah. be in it. He has to be. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, he does have a nice send off in this, but you know it's not over. And I, but I love like I, I really was like, why did he betray them? And I totally understood now in the second viewing. He's got that, money, like, like he. D- and and it's like he's like you know like you die today, you know the, you die tomorrow, the, the, like they die tomorrow. Like, exactly. Like it was just like yeah, I, I really really liked where he was coming from. His character was the like summed up the script like the, the message of the script like yeah. it doesn't matter which side you know everyone exactly. is great like even Luke is saying like he the, one of the first lines he says after throwing the lightsaber away when he's talking about Darth Sidious and stuff is like how shit the Jedi are he's yeah. like that was so proud that he's like basically their heads were up their asses even bad mouse Obi-Wan he goes it was a Jedi master who allowed Darth Vader to rise like mm. he you know it's a lot of this grey and a lot of looking at things from a different angle and it, 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 it teaches us to look at the Star Wars dogma so from a, just from another angle 
Here, here are my three terrible moments. Three personal terrible moments <laughs> in my life yeah. so far, thus today. No, um, so the the, the the three bad moments. Actually, no, two really bad moments, and then one thing that I want to talk to you about. Um, the first one is just unforgivably terrible. Is Muscanada's like weird, just baffling ba- Battlefront DLC? So yeah, yeah, baffling. Like, like, we see her as this wizened old basic pirate, basically a pirate in the first movie. You know what I mean? Like, kind she reminded of me of like Edna from The Incredibles. Yeah, and this time I don't know if it was Ryan being like, "I'm going to do that she because does she look was like Edna from The Incredibles." <laughs> like, but but that's, like, in, in this one though, she is like this wisecracking, yeah. tough, like it just seems yeah, it just the and make yeah, it was just bizarre. I'm more baffled than anything. I, to me, that's a, maybe a bad example of Ryan almost going like, "Okay, I want to shake things up," but he's like, "I took basically the last film's Yoda." And now I'm going to put a jetpack on it. You know what I mean? And like, it's it is strange. I don't think that was her. I think it was just him going like, "Fuck! I don't know what to do with Maskinata." Let's just, yeah. Let's just put at her as a DLC package. Yeah. And maybe he would. Maybe there's a version where she's not flying around and she's just having a conversation. And he was like, "No, I want to. It's too. St- I don't know. We don't know. I'm sure we will find yeah. out." Um, and then uh, again, poor Lapita. Like, I just wanted. I know. Yeah. Well, originally the end of the Force Awakens, she she goes with Ray. No, she goes with Finn and everyone back to the Resistance and is like with Leia and everybody on the base and is actually with them for like the last third of the movie inside right. like the room looking at the mm. the plan. So that that was changed at one point. I yeah, don't know right. why. She wouldn't so she be like been a pirate there. if she did that though. Pardon? She wouldn't be like a pirate no, if she yeah. did that though. You know? Yeah, she so was a force user everyone. in the original version. She pulled a building down on stormtroopers. So right. her right. character went through a lot of... I think Maybe. she is still... The, on the official Star Wars data bank, they still say she, she's like a non-Jedi or Sith like force, like force sensitive. Which I like. I like the idea of people using the force and not having to subscribe to a um, theory. But yeah, flying around like she's like Boba Fett in it. That's real strange. Jet pack. Yeah, I would just. Mm, uh, and I think it, I wasn't like like I wasn't like watching it the second time. I was like, so like, here we go. And I was like, okay, it's not awful. It's the best just part weird. is she. Insin- hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
You know, she bangs the code breaker. That's the best yeah. part. Yeah. Uh, uh, Chloe's uh, yeah, Twitter, Twitter, handle. Twitter handle at the moment yeah, is uh, Masconata Fox. Yeah, Masconata Fox. And, like, I just want everyone to know the Masconata Fox. And, so like, does she. I got a work message today from someone going, Hi, Maz. And I was like, Oh, oops. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> they think your last name's Kanata Fox? Yeah, Kanata Fox. Hell yeah, we want another beer. Definitely. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Let's record that. Just, yeah. Let's yeah. What are these? We're getting new, new beers. We're all going to get, get three. three blue moons. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, but so I, yeah, that, that part's like, it's not terrible. It's not good, but it's just like, it's just this range. It's weird, yeah. but again, it goes for 20 seconds uh, okay. in a two hour and 50 minute movie. My actual least favorite moment of the entire movie is far, far smaller than that. Yeah. It is one second. It's the kiss that Rose oh, Rose's kiss. gives oh, yeah. to Finn. Yep. After as, she says the fucking. Um, Things behind her gate, you know, whatever that big shield gets like finally, like like it explodes. Yeah, for, for the, the um, empire's laser the, or the, the big gun. I'm oh, sorry, the first order's laser. It's the same shit. <laughs> Stop <laughs> pointing that out. <laughs> um, We're just saying how different this movie is. God damn it. Um, no, the core stuff's still there. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I just like that. For me, it's just like it's a, this tone deaf moment that I wish wasn't in there. Yeah, that you could still could have had this sweetness. You, could, I would have even viewed it as a romance if she just said, like, you know, save the things you love. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, totally. then this, and then she like I you agree. know passes out. I, that kiss is just so ridiculous. Yeah. And I hey, think, look, she lost a sister that day. Yeah, that was, my, but that was B's least favorite moment of the movie too. She was just like, I, I hated that moment so much. The kiss. Yeah. I was trying to defend it. I was like, look, it is just a peck. And then she, it's almost like she does it out of delirium, and then and then passes yeah, back she out. Yeah, yeah, but, but she could dying. be it. If, if, I mean, it was, if it was a big full pash, <laughs> that would then be shit. Definitely, yeah. But oh, yeah. it's just her. It's like the last thing she does before maybe she dies. Like you know, yeah. We don't know her. Yeah, outcome. exactly. Yeah. She's so, still on the Falcon. Like so. in the, she'll be back. But uh, I didn't mind. She'll the kiss. be back to like, tank. I didn't care about it. I no, didn't. I was. No I felt. It was, I, it was, I was either way with it. I understood it. And plus, we hadn't seen a kiss in this trilogy. That's true. Like mm. everyone, like Han and Leia, like everyone hates each other in this series. It's been really sad. No one's. There's been no physicality. Uh, what was the other point? Okay, the other point is um, I don't think Laura Dern's performance is very good. Really? She's yeah, wow. Very, yeah. You, very said, you said that after your first viewing too. Her, her, her direction. Look, I, I liked her character this time around mm. and I don't think it's on Laura Dern. I think she was She's just She's been told cold. to be ambiguous, I think. Well, no, saccharine. Very sw- like you know, may the force be with you. It's like it's she's like a Mormon or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe she's a space Mormon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Space she's Mormon. very classy looking, and you know Mormons always wear suits and look great. Yeah. So I, I didn't I didn't have a problem with her not telling Poe her plan or anything. And I disagree that like Poe the mansplainer. I love in this movie he's trying to man- he mansplain talks over her constantly, and yeah. then she's like, it's like his podcast. Poe is like a, this uh, now this a very good example of toxic masculinity. <laughs> Yeah, in, for sure. In this movie. And again, it plays with the idea of what we're told to think a hero is. He thinks being a hero is losing half of your squadron mm. to take down one ship. And she's just like, no, you take down, like you make your sacrifice. You take yourself down to say, you know what I mean? Like, that's mm. the great message. Suicide bombing is the message. Yeah. <laughs> no, but her message is like, you're not a hero if you lose 30% of the fleet. Like, that's yeah. not heroic. You make decisions like, for everyone, not just yourself. It's heroic for you. Like, yeah, yeah you think, yeah, I did it, but you lost like Rose's sister like Poe's basically responsible yeah, yeah that, that scene is tragic that opening you, scene like, that, first of all it's brilliant that is more of a war scene than even Rogue One which was, it was being spoken at the time as a war movie yeah, like it her broke lying my heart. there her yeah, she's a technician because she did exactly what um, I could what, when, when I was watching that drunk I was like why is she kicking the ladder oh honey <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> Next, you're going to say there's what a force-sensitive broom in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, 
she did exactly what Poe didn't do, which was she sacrificed herself yeah. because she not because she wanted to be a hero, but she knew that it was the right thing to do for the resistance. She's in the latest issue of the Poe Dameron comic as well, which is set before The Force Awakens. Uh, Should be a page comic. A page. Oh, right, cool. Page Tico. Yeah, oh, yeah. Rep- like, repairing a ship. She has a conversation with Poe I, I read, stuff. like, the first 12 issues of that it's comic. It's really good. No, that's all right. I like Poe, the <laughs> Poe comic. Yeah, I, I think it would read better in trade or in, like, if, if you collected it. Reading I, it week I, to week, it was I think dull. the most interesting thing for me, it's like we're finally getting a Star Wars comic that's not set between episode four and five. Like, that's yeah. interesting for me. And that's why the new Darth Vader I'm enjoying, because it's set. Oh, man, that's so much fun. I, re- so, I really like that. Comic. I love going yeah. to... Yeah, they should, that's 20 years to play with there. Like, yeah, yeah. Play with it. It's great. Totally. But another conversation for another time about Absolutely. Star Wars comics. Can we just go back to Holdo for a second? Yes, please. Because yeah. I, 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 I haven't made my mind up about her. I, yeah. I'm, I'm willing to be convinced that Everything about the her performance is, is good. The sure. hair, but the clothes. Like, she, she's very different to what we've seen in a Star Wars movie, especially on a good person. Like, she looks like she belongs in Canto Bight, and I'm starting to realise now that's probably on purpose. You're yeah. probably... Designed she's to think that oh you you're not supposed to be she's here. She's obviously like very clearly someone of opulence, like, privilege that has managed to find her way into the resistance, which is phenomenal. Because she cares. It's not just like poor down and out people that have been oppressed. Like she's one of the people that has dedicated her life to this, despite the fact that she was given everything. And she has a history because Poe is like that's Admiral Holdo. Yeah, like, and totally. He obviously assumed it was a As probably like hotshot male or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's Again, like, toxic masculinity. Totally. Um, but the thing. No, I do the, love Poe. Like he's not a bad guy. No, he's not a bad guy. But he's he like just nice makes hunt. bad decisions. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, but the thing that got me about Holdo, so that she actually was responsible for one of the bits that made me the most emotional in the film, and that is when she says goodbye to Leia. Yeah. Beautiful and scene. I, yeah, a beautiful scene. And I was actually talking to um, my boss today, beautiful Amy, if you're listening. She's. We were having a really great conversation, um, and we were talking about how. Uh, Carrie Fisher did some uh, script doctoring on this film, mm-hmm. and um, Amy apparently Amy wrote all, all, a lot of the comedy. Yeah, and a and lot she of her, wrote her own last lines. Loved this time yeah. around, she wrote her last line that changed my hair. Like that was. Oh all her. God, I yeah. love that line so yeah. much. Same. Fuck, that's Carrie. That you can tell that's yeah. Carrie. Yeah. yeah, but um, so yeah, when they say goodbye, Amy and I both said we both had the thought that that dialogue sounds like it was written by a woman. That does not sound like it was written by a man. Like the emotional relationship that women have, mm. it's not romantic. It's not anything like that. But they just. complete emotion that goes into something like that like you taught me how to say goodbye you taught me how to lose like that kind of stuff that is not a conversation that two men would ever have in a Star Wars film and it was like that made me so fucking emotional like I did you read the Ryan? Yeah, myself. I did, did you read too. how Ryan used to go to Carrie's house and yeah. they'd work on the script together and he said they'd chat Almost for eight every hours night. and they'd come out with like one line yeah. but they'd just like chat and be like what would Carrie do here? Why didn't they record that? Maybe God, it is. That would be Maybe brilliant. it is recorded. How good would that be? The podcast. Eight hours of Ryan Johnson and Carrie. One thing that just struck me then and you know it's because we're, we've had a beer and we're talking about Carrie I'm just so glad it lesser hands in a like lesser convenient you know how convenient it would have been to kill her. Yeah. In this Absolutely. Movie. And the fact they didn't change the script, mm. the fact they said, no, this is the full performance that we got, um, we wouldn't have got the Luke and Leia reunion, yeah. which we learn isn't even a real reunion, but it's, no. that's what this movie's about. Yep. And we wouldn't have had the last line of the movie, which is her saying, we have all we need, hope. And like she ends the movie on that line. Yeah. That's totally. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine if we didn't have that. Yeah. Leia is so good in this movie. Like she's, in episode seven, her performance she's fine. is so she's good. Both, so both her and Luke Mark Hamill, that's the best performances either of them. It's my favorite Star Luke. Wars I, movie. Luke yeah. is bored. Like, I, like, I love Star Wars. Luke has never been my favorite character. I love this Luke. How I love do you he had not, how do you, like, 
that's what the, the people are most excited, upset about the, the portrayal of Not Luke. my Luke is like a Luke is fucking then, incredible in this. They he just, does. Honestly, they want him to be the complete opposite. They want him to just go absolutely nuts and do like a Kylo Ren tantrum or something. Like they want him to go but nuts with a lightsaber. Yeah. I would have been really fucking disappointed Jedi. if I'd seen that. Like if um, I had to see Mark Hamill do that, I would have been really Also think about this. Like, like think about upset. the prequels. We see Obi-Wan who's this like insane swordsman. Hmm. He's just an old kind of weird dude in A New Hope. We see Yoda basically Sonic the Hedgehog with a lightsaber. <laughs> Crazy old fucker. Like, what were they expecting? Like, we've seen in Star Wars, you go crazy when you go by yourself. Yeah. Like, they were, like the fact, like, how boring would have this movie played out if Leia, ha- sorry, Ray hands him his lightsaber. He's like, yeah, bitch, let's go get him. Yeah. yeah. He's like, fighting people for two hours. Like, al- I don't want that. It's also just, a, like, a fundamental misunderstanding of what it is to be a Jedi and, what it like, what it is to use the Force and live by the rules of the Force. Because, like, of course Luke has become a bit of a recluse. He's gone through a huge, huge amount of trauma. He, he shut he, himself off from the he, Force. Like, and, and he went there to die. And he went yeah. there to die. And he doesn't like, want to make it with anything. He wants the Jedi to end. Like, he hates the Jedi. Yeah. He's a very peaceful person and he's become a pacifist. And of course that would happen even without the trauma, I believe. Like, you find that peace in the Force and that's a whole part of it. But and he shut himself off from it. He doesn't want to. He wants exactly. to die as the last Jedi. He's like, I don't want... He's like... He says he's criticised him. He's like, they let Darth Vader happen. They let yeah. Darth Sidious happen. He's like... they were, And it, I do like that because people were shocked when they saw... The prequels, and they're like, oh, we thought the Jedi were these like mystical old men, but they're basically politicians with swords. And that's now great to see because it's like, yeah, they, they were dogmatic and they did swear to this like sacred text and they were, had their head up their ass so much they didn't yeah. notice the Sith Lord rising in front totally. of them because they were too proud to admit something would like happen on their watch. So I, I, I do love, that, again, going back to the Sidious line, and it is great to see parts of the prequels, which I thought worked really well, still have payoff in this. So yeah, the Jedi were had their heads up their ass. They were, people probably thought they were like, you know, when you watch the original trilogy, we only see two Jedi, Obi and um, Yoda. So we probably think they're like samurai wandering town for town helping people. They're in a Lux palace, basically, in the like most like populated planet. And, you know, they've got access to ships, got armies at their disposal. Like, they weren't the mystical do-gooders that they thought. Like, they became so pragmatic and, you know what I mean? It's, it's interesting. Totally. So I like seeing Luke criticise that and being like, yeah, the Jedi's fucked and I'm going to die with it and make sure no one else is a Jedi again because mm. I failed Yoda. my nephew. Like, I thought I could do it. Yeah, same with Yoda. Yeah. And Yoda in this is, I love seeing Yoda again. Like, I love seeing Yoda and I, I lo- like A lot of people that, I, that, that I, I, like, liked the movie have criticised how Yoda looks as a puppet. He looks fantastic. You know, they used the Empire mould and they yeah. had the woman who painted the eyes in Empire Strikes Back. They found her Again, this came out of Ryan Johnson every day and she painted the eyes again. Oh, and they so found good. the mold. Like they actually it is the Empire mold. That's wild. I think people have thrown off because it's he's shining blue at the start and stuff, you know, like a force ghost. No, he he doesn't look CGI, basically. Like he he absolutely looks like a puppet. But yeah, he, I want him to be that yeah, puppet. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. want him to be that puppet. I got really happy when I saw that he was like when he when his mouth does yeah, that. Yeah, he does tucking that little Kermit thing. thing. Yeah, me too, yeah, yeah. I got really happy when I saw that. So that laugh he does when he kicks his legs. When he kicks his so legs, I love oh my god. And that's the Yoda. That's the first Yoda we're ever introduced to an Empire. Yeah, yeah totally. Like crazy old batshit Yoda. Yeah, like seeing Yoda. Or he's like giggling and like looking for snacks and in the like yeah. fighting R two. Hundred percent. So you told us three things that you were like, no, no, no. Are there things that you came around upon completely this time? Like everything else. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Everything else. And there were things like, like the score really stuck the out to me this time. Totally. I was messaging you last night. Yeah. Uh, the, when Luke walked, like this is one of my favorite moments that I kind of forgot the first time, but the second moment is you know the beautiful him and Carrie's reunion where that beautiful line said like no one's ever really gone, mm. which like even talking about it is making me emotional. Considering she's I cried like, yeah. when that happened, yeah. 
Um, just when he walks out and then 3PO, poor old 3PO, <laughs> says like, Master Luke, and Luke just gives him a wink. Oh, I know. Like, and someone at work today I was talking to like, oh, I hated the wink. And everyone was just like, shut up. Yeah. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> and I was like, the wink was the best character moment. It's yeah. like Luke going Go like, fuck yourself. watch this. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? totally. Yeah. And the fact I was like, you know, the first time you're watching it, it's a great, again, it's a fake out. You're like, why does he look... Younger, thinner, etc. And you realise he's haircut. An idealised he's, he's not living. He's not leaving footprints in the yeah. salt. and he's, he's using yeah. a lightsaber that was broken. Yeah, exactly. And you realise yeah. like, oh, but it fooled me. Fuck. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. same. I did not pick it at all. And the fact he's sending an idealised version of himself, which is Kylo Ren's biggest fear. And it's also the, the so cool. Like it's he, also like the age that he would have been when it happened. Yeah, when totally. Yeah, he's, he's the age when he's standing above him. Standing with the above lightsaber. him. Yeah. Um, I loved the mirror scene more so on the second viewing. Mm. The fact that, and I was thinking about it, it's obviously an echo to Luke in the cave where his biggest fear is becoming Darth Vader and he chops off the, remember he has a vision in the cave where he fights a Vader and his head's in the helmet. That's mm-hmm. right, yeah. And I love this, Ray's biggest fear is that she doesn't, like she wants to be, I think, from a great lineage. You know what I mean? Mm. Like she wants to, she's grown up in a galaxy where Luke Skywalker's a myth and maybe I'm a Skywalker, you know what well, I mean? Well, like the force has to be earned, you know, yeah. in her head. Well, you need and to have so a, b- fancy surname basically exactly yeah but the fact that you know when she's her biggest fear is when she sees herself it's when just she, herself yeah it's amazing like yeah. she, and she's her own person i love that message it's such the, be- the best part message. of and that also, scene and though. also that she's alone yeah because no the shadow goes and then kylo playing on that going her. you're nobody well, you're not special and then he goes but you're special to me the, which the, is that just like, scene oh. that scene is so good because she's narrating it as it happened we've never seen that happen to kylo yeah that threw me i have to admit I love that. Fuck, I love Kylo and Ray so much. Let's oh talk about Kylo and Ray. Can I mean, I, I, that, that was the one thing I had no criticism of. No, definitely After the not. first viewing, and yeah. now I don't Adam have Driver's even, even performance less. is just phenomenal. Especially it's so in this good. Film. Like, yeah. the fact... And I was, I was reading an interview with the production designer who worked on The Force Awakens and on this. Um, Kaplan is his surname. I forget his first name. But he was like, you know, I spent months coming up with the... Uh, Kylo Ren's helmet and it's like how, how, how hard is the task of coming up with an iconic helmet in a Star Wars film when you have Darth Vader Stormtroopers Boba yeah, Fett yeah, yeah. but the Kylo Ren is so iconic that helmet so, yeah. and, and he's like and it's destroyed and he's and like, he's like he said it was like going from Obama to Trump <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he's like I'm sorry I shouldn't say that but he's like I worked so hard on this helmet and when Ryan's oh. like I'm so glad to have you back so we destroy the helmet and it's all about showing who the Baru and he's just like uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> Thanks, going, he's like, I've been so long trying to design oh, an iconic helmet. But like, I think a lot of people, you know, thought found it, his like tantrums funny in The Force Awakens. Yeah. But his so I one did it on the first thing, but now I can see why people did. But like this one where he smashes the helmet, it feels just like it, there, there's so much more power to it. The like fact Snoke's embarrassing him in front of all the guards. He's just like. You're a child in a mask. Take off yeah. that. You don't need that. Like, okay. yeah. incredible. Because so, lineage doesn't matter. Totally. Stop so, trying to cosplay. Okay, yeah. two big things I really came around on. Actually, yeah. one, I, already, I always loved Hux. Yeah. Hux yeah. is like my boy. How great is Did you but see Hux? Hux is great. But so the explanation, people are like, how Because he's like almost comic relief pretty much in every scene he's in in this yeah. movie. Well, he's boring in The Force Awakens. But no, so the only good scene that he has scene. is the Nazi he's, scene where that, he's like screaming like Hitler. Yeah, totally. But so. So, so like I love that like Ryan Dozer just made him like this idiot alt right guy, guy of the and, and and Snoke even describes him to Kylo as he like if you a, rabid, a cur a rabid cur, cur and and like the the beauty of letting a rabid cur into a, into his Thinking position he's exactly and like, like and it's, it just explains because people are like how did this idiot get to his position it's like well Snoke allowed him to yeah mm. and like even Snoke him. like watching Snoke 
and his stupid scenes, knowing he's about to die, is so such good. a great experience. Yeah, because like, he's again, so he, and he's he, one dimensional. He narrates his death. Yeah, yeah. it's Which so great. It's, it's phenomenal. So great. His like, death is amazing. He's like, ah, oh, you're turning the blade. You're yeah. pointing it at your enemy. And yeah. like the fact that Kylo confuses him by, yeah, it's incredible. It's it also shows that he's like a lot better at shielding, like, uh, like shielding Snoke from seeing what totally like he. Feeling the force, yeah. or know? he's smart enough to do it while doing it to Ray, and mm. he's interpreting it. But as Andy Serkis's voice, like performance, amazing, is so good as Snoke. Yeah. He's just—he's oh. so sure of himself. I feel almost bad so for him like because we were told, you know, we weren't told at all, but we thought he was going to be Emperor 2.0, and the fact that it's like Andy Serkis, like best, and then he's dead. He's got like three minutes. It's yeah, crap, but it's it's baller. Well, one of the things that I was like really, really taken aback by is the backlash to not getting a Snoke story. Whereas I thought that that was honestly one of the greatest, the, one of the greatest things that a Star Wars movie could ever possibly do. Not give a backstory. Yeah, not yeah, give a backstory 100%. to Snoke because I mean, but then you the, ba- the Emperor was. Yeah, the I was just about to say. I'm just no like, idea. we have no idea that you know about Palpatine. Like there was no. So you're never saying we should backstory. get some prequels to to this? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, let's do it. Let's bring George Lucas back. Uh, he, you know, that he would be everyone, That's what everyone wants, <laughs> right? In the art of Star Wars, again, which I've read feverishly, it's so good. Yeah. The art of books are amazing. Pick them up if you love how movies are made. Like if you even don't like the movie, like pick up a book and it's just incredible to see the hundreds of thousands of people that work on, which is still like one of the most accessible pieces of art, like modern. You're also see a Porg get skewered by a lightsaber. Oh, there's actually... They actually go through with... You know, there's a scene in the movie where the Porg's like... Jumping on the lightsaber. Jumping on the lightsaber. One of the concept art is the lightsaber going through the Porg's yes. head. Yeah, it's in the see. I gotta get that. There's a whole chapter skewered. on the how they came up with Porgs and like all the different colour designs and mm. they nail it. They go, the, the designer said... At the end, we stripped it back and made it three colours. We wanted a kid to be able to draw it and it'd be recognisable from afar. So, and apparently the existence of Porgs is because they didn't want to Because they were puffins on the island where they were shooting the and they didn't want to... They were in the background of all the shots and they were just like, we don't want to CG them out and we don't want to relocate the puffins, so we'll design Porgs. Which That's is great. so great. <laughs> I love that. That's um, so beautiful. But he says... Sorry, yeah, another thing. He's just like, how boring is this? He's like, he's like I want to know what Snoke, who he is, but it's not for this movie. Like, imagine him. He's in a room with everybody who knows who he is. Imagine him going on a tour, like a big tirade to Ray, like, I am this person and I am that. Like, yeah, she would, how wanky would that be? Okay. And, like, it means nothing to her. Like, yeah, she has yeah no, totally. Like, he's like, it doesn't serve the story. Totally. And it's and a it, fake out. Like, and it I remember goes against, like, the whole concept of this film, which is lineage doesn't matter. Totally. You know, like, like, I remember watching The Force Awakens and being like, ah, another guy at the time we thought it was a black cloak. We know now it wasn't because it was a hologram and using gold. I'm mm. like... Another decrepit man. <laughs> it's like seeing like finally you got to do it. <laughs> you finally got to do it. Drunk Levens wanted to so badly. Tipsy Levens got the glory. But it's like we finally got to. You no, know, sorry. When we finally saw who like Kylo's big bad was, it was a guy in a cloak, and I was like, oh okay, they're gonna do another decrepit old man in a cloak. And I was kind of like, oh, uh, how are they gonna make that different? Like, what's the twist here? The fact the twist is he doesn't exist and Kylo's the supreme leader like that's so satisfying for me yeah 100% Same. man and, so satisfying and like we genuinely end this movie with no fucking idea What's not next? even not even like how the next movie is going to end how it's going to it's start how it's like I don't know what any of it's going to be like it is such love a it to mystery be like five years in the future where Kylo is like in a palace and like ruling the galaxy like achieving yeah what Vader never could like actually ruling like he offers Rey and then, like, Ray having... God, like, that's such a brilliant scene where they mm. both are so sure <sighs> that the other one is going to be oh, on their it's side. Yeah. Fucking like, poetic. It yeah. is amazing. So Those two guys are incredible, and the scenes they share are amazing. Yeah. 
phenomenal. I the, love their scenes where he's just like, join me. He's like, let's do this. He's like, no Sith, no Jedi, nothing. He's like, let's start from scratch. Yeah. Is Adam Driver on... He's not on social media at all, is no, he? No, he's, he's like not. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's been banned. Adam Driver, if you're listening, if you want the... I would give up Star Wars broom for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> please if you want Star the account, Wars bro, broom, Adam. We'll sell it to you. Yeah. Okay, I left it till, till the end of, till we'll the, end it to you of for, the episode. We'll sell it to you for shirtless pics. One of the biggest things that allowed me to forgive a lot of the criticisms is that I imagined my son and my daughter watching, watching this, this movie. movie. How did it feel uh, thinking that Archie oh watching this? Oh my God, it was just a powerful feeling because it was just like... It, it removes the rules of this universe, which I think is just, it's such an important step to, for it to take, but it makes you think, and oh, rules that anybody can too. have the force. It's the best feeling If you're not ever. visiting this universe, it makes, like, I know this sounds like way bigger and wankier than I'm no. sure they're going for, but, you know, when you're a kid, you want to you wanna imagine that you have superpowers. You want to imagine it. And I feel like being Star Wars being so bound by the rules of its predecessors, I love that it's just gone like, no, nah, we're not doing that anymore. Yeah, totally. If you you can be a fucking kid who sweeps up Last Guardian poos, and, the it's the same and as you got the force. Yeah, like, it, yeah it's like it, it, I, he's right, and Ray is that person too. We find out that her lineage, we like for two years, people are like. She's definitely a Palpatine. Nope, she's a Kenobi. It's like, guess what? You don't have to be it's just one anyone. of three yeah. families. Like, yeah. she is a nobody. Her parents were drunks. And 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 Luke even says like, "Fuck the Jedi for trying to put rules on anybody who's using the Force." Yeah, yeah. like, yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's incredible. Such, it's a really it's so cool. And that's why people are it's a great out. message. Like, there's probably people that have like Jedi tattoos on their backs with like the Jedi code written. Uh, and on like, it. you yeah. know what? If you have one of those, that's fine. Just you know, it's it, you, you got it because of a movie you lived previously. This doesn't change that. No. Yeah. It just changes the future of it away. in the most exciting way. It means that you can watch new Star Wars movies and not have to worry about it being just a better looking version of a Star Wars movie you've totally. already seen. Yeah. Like genuine surprises are going to yeah. come. And I really, really hope that Ryan Johnson's story is like, I, I hope that he is the main driving force of, of episode nine story yeah. wise. Yeah. I'm sure that like, you know, he's set up so many things and now like he's given JJ a blank slate basically. Totally. So and I know JJ will honor it as it, he was a huge fan of the script. There's and it's like, like 20 people in the rebellion left. Yeah. It's Battlestar and Galactica. It's yeah. Like Battlestar Galactica yeah. is about the survivors of one planet all yeah. on one ship and then and, trying to, and, and their the allies got again. their message and were like, Refused I don't it. give a fuck. Yeah. Like, like that's such Luke, a crazy Luke, place to be in. No one's ever really gone. I still get so, I know. And the fact, man, some of the, the editing in this movie is amazing. I, I, it really hit me on the second screening when he's like, where's Han? And it cuts to Kylo Ren in yeah, the elevator. Yeah, that made me really emotional. Like, <gasps> no, the, the scene with him and R2 yeah, made me really emotional. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, R2. yeah. No, and R2. when he's like, that's cheap, just cheap a cheap, move. cheap move. Yeah, yeah. And that then, made uh, me really emotional. But then he, it still works on him. He still goes to, to help his sister. And so it should. He, goes to, or he decides to help Ray, you know. Yeah, like, because it's the whole th- the thing. He of, like, don't get angry at what you hate, which is the Jedi Order. Be like, save the things that you love. I and love the scenes of just him was wandering around the Falcon. Yeah. It's so good. Like, Same. It's like when you saw Han in Episode Seven go into the cockpit again. Remember, and he just yeah. kind of like grabs the chair and he's mm. like, "Yeah, I've got to watch got Leia doing one of those scenes." You know what though? I got, I got. I, I'm not gonna like view oh, no, just, episode saying, nine like, as that. Like, yeah, like, I know, I gone. totally agree. But she, like, she had a like having her have this brilliant moment without ever having to properly say goodbye to her. Yeah. I would like, like, we didn't bring it up earlier. I think I did last week. But like, one of the another moment that I didn't laugh, but I was just like, like, so aware of you watching it mm. was when the you know the you part where where, where Carrie was, like yeah. gets sucked out into space. Dead. I think does yeah. Kylo think she's dead? <laughs> Possibly, he, I think that he thinks she's dead. Yeah, quite possibly. Yeah, wow. Well. So yeah, like, but, but so, so when it happened, like I was like, 
I was like, oh fuck, are they just is that, they're just gonna kill Carrie Fisher? Like, sorry, not sorry, sorry, kill Princess Leia like this far out the gate, and like Chloe, you lifted your both hands to your mouth, like. <gasps> Yeah, like, I just saw you did not breathe. Yeah, for like I didn't. A full minute. All of the air left my chest, and like you actually kind of went, like touched my arm, and yeah. kind of went, "Are you okay?" Like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Chloe's going She's to so collapse. Yeah, uh, of, because uh, like we didn't talk about I your, had a really your, visceral your, your history with Star Wars, but like mm. in particular, you have an absolute Huge adoration for, for Carrie Fisher. I do. Yeah. Both outside, like within and outside of her work with Star as Wars. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And as Carrie Fisher. Yeah. She's one of my heroes as a, just a human being, as a woman and as a feminist. Like yeah. she's her message is about mental health. Her message is phenomenal. about everything. She's always yeah. managed to have the final say on everything and, and is I, the funniest person in the world. And I think like one of the reasons that I... <laughs> like When I walked in to see The Last Jedi for the first time, I think I did not take it in as much as what I wanted to because I spent the entire time terrified that I was about to watch one of my idols die on screen. Yep. And I, I think that that really did affect me. Like, I was looking out for signs at every single point that it might and be coming. Look, to be honest, they give them to you, too. They do, yeah. yeah. And that uh, that's really, coma, yeah. yeah. I just love the and fact really she hurt. uses a stun gun again for the first time since A New Hope where she yeah. shot the stormtrooper and totally. she shoots Poe. I was like, she's using the stun gun. Mm. That, was, that was a sick, like, moment. Yeah, very yeah. good. The man, she's so important. Even though I was reading a... I don't know when it was attributed to, but it was a Lucas quote. And he's like, you know, people think Star Wars is about Luke, the first movie. He's like, it's, he's like to me, it was always Leia. Like, he's a, someone who's the same age as him. He's dusting crops. She's on a mission for the rebellion with plans to the... And he's just like... And has she, been a politician for a long yeah, fucking time. Yeah, and he's just time. like, she's the, she's been she's doing the this hero. Shit. And he's like, I don't know why no one saw it that way. He's like, she's on a mission. She's on a mission for the rebels in the opening scenes of the movie. But it's wild that like, you watch them now. Like, yeah, Luke and Han are just inferior Tools. characters to, Absolutely. to, to Leia. She tells like, them what to do. Like, yeah, she's exactly. in charge. And like... You know, obviously... Han's rapey as hell. I can't, yeah. I can't handle it. <laughs> it's really quite grim <laughs> yeah. when you watch it. Yeah. No, that's Blade Runner. <laughs> so but like many Harrison Ford like, movies. You know, <laughs> you know, the movie's obviously still steeped in it the time it was made, but doing, oh, what, totally. doing what it did for Leia, like having someone who's in charge, who's the girl, who, like she doesn't need rescuing. Like, you know, they, they rescue her and she rescues them, you know? Mm. Like... Still such a bold move for 40 years ago. Yeah. yeah and to totally. see it again. Um, one thing that we haven't spoken about is one of the things that I was like particularly amazed by was the difference that I felt between Han, Han's death in Force Awakens and Luke's death yes. in Last Jedi. I'd love to talk about this. Because they, the feelings that I felt were completely opposite ends of the spectrum for like those deaths. Han's well, anger. You I feel was so angry. Upset. I was upset. I was like beside myself and I could not believe that they had done what they'd done. And then when Luke died, it was just like an was intense earned. feeling of peace. Like yeah. I was ha- happy for him. Also, like, I mean... He's not really gone. There's yeah, no way. Of course. Yeah, Mark Hamill will, won't return as Luke in some form. Yeah. I actually like when it when you know I was inebriated. I didn't think he died. I didn't think he would either. Yeah, yeah. it was no, a no, shock no. to me. No, as in I didn't. I, I didn't think he died. Oh. Like I was just like, I don't know. He just did some force vanishing trick. Like if we just don't project his body like across yeah. a few he planets. Can why can't he go invisible? Yeah. <laughs> He's just gone invisible, says Drunk Levens. Yeah, I, but but no, I. I, I or I thought he was like you know became one with the force, but not in a way that it well, that's meant how he was dead. Died. Yeah, that's yeah. How Yoda that died. Like he's now yeah. done that. Yeah, he's the third Jedi to ever do it. Mm. Fourth, Anakin did it too. Yeah. <laughs> but no, he's like the you know what I mean. It's like a select club. It's like the members only club of people who become one with the force. Yeah, I, I um, I w- w- when we were talking about Leia earlier, um, I, I had no problems with her doing the forced Mary Poppins thing. Mm. In fact, the worst Mary Poppins reference in uh, in for, in The Last Jedi is um, 
that the kid who has the broom powers straight up looks like the kid from Mary Poppins. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, I, and I, I love that scene, and I've spoken about it to anyone who will listen. Like, I got sick of her being a force conductor and somebody who just feels where the real, like, where the action's going on always, and like going, oh, someone's hurt, someone's doing that. Like, she became a walkie-talkie, you know what yeah, I mean? Totally. Like a conductor. Mm-hmm. And it's, then, uh, also because it doesn't mean anything for the audience because the audience see the people dying yeah. before she responds or, like, you know, acknowledges their, yes. their death because of the force. So it's, it's just, just like, great to see her, you know, she's the daughter of Anakin Skywalker. Like, mm. uh, I've seen it likened to, like, when, a, you know, there's those stories of mothers who can lift cars off their children. Yeah. It's like that, like, she's out in space. We don't know how long. Like, it is slow motion yeah. to start. It's probably only a second or so, too. Like, you know, movies are, you know, it's not real time. Like, it's probably as soon as it's happened, pulls herself back in. And a great bit of foreshadowing. As she's pulling herself back in, there's a huge hologram projection of Snoke's ship. And she flies through the center of it. And <laughs> then it disappears. Oh, really? Yeah, that's wow, right. I didn't yeah, notice that. that. foreshadows yeah, totally. exactly so what Holdo does an yeah. hour or so later. That's amazing. Which is that's so awesome. sick. I didn't notice that. Yeah, watch it. When I, on the second viewing, I noticed it. She, like, flies in. I grabs the, the hologram. Door, and it goes, like, after she flies through it, it disappears. And it's like... You know what you're doing. On my second viewing of that scene, because I, I hated it the first time. I thought that you it was hated like it. I, I, so I was, for you. yeah, I was really <laughs> distressed by it. But I think that's because I was having such a visceral reaction you to her she being, was dead. yeah, being sucked out in the first place. But on my second viewing, I noticed that when, like, obviously when she's conducted some kind of like the force around her or whatever to save her, like all of the specks of dust yes, or whatever, they, off her, yeah, or the they, like, they they move back. It's like, like they create a. Yeah, it's like all, yeah, it's like it's created a field of yeah. Like, it does look a little goofy, mm. um, but I don't know how. Like, I think it is really cool that she uses the force. I, I just don't know how do you it. could have done. I, I think, and I think it makes sense that she'd be able to do that. I just don't know how you could show it without it being goofy. Like, unless you actually yeah. showed her pulling the, the, the ship towards the ship her, towards her. Which that is could, maybe even more unrealistic. I know, but that could have maybe looked more real. I don't know. It's like she pulled herself to the door or something. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. Um, I, uh, I'm so glad Carrie Fisher got to use the force properly. Yeah, yeah I, I too. just think that's so cool. I am um, as a Leia it. fan, as somebody who's like, again, she's the daughter. Like, don't give Luke all the fun. You know what I mean? Like, let her. Yeah. There's a theory going around that um, it would have been way stronger from a narrative point of view. I don't necessarily agree, but it is interesting if to Holo think about. No, if uh, yeah, if Akbar was the one to have flown. Akbar wasn't the, like people only think he's big, but he was a meme. Wait, like, flown what? I didn't. Uh, know. Instead of Holdo, it's Akbar flying the ship into the into Snoke's. Oh yeah, so the thing I only noticed the second viewing that he died. Yeah, like I didn't, here. I didn't actually hear that. Yeah, the first I, time I, I was. De- I, I'm a massive Akbar fan. Yeah, so yeah. Akbar was fine, but again, he's like a phasma. Like Star Wars is a beautiful habit of like a character <coughs> has two lines in a movie being made out to be like because well, of action figures action and toys figures, and stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, but, but like I, I just I, I love that character design. I love his voice. Mm. You know, he delivers. What's probably the like the, one of the third best known lines from it's all of Star Wars? Yeah, totally. Yeah. But look, it's a, because of a meme. Sure. And also, if it's any consolation, the ship she flies into it is called the Radis, which is named after Admiral Radis yeah. Oh, yeah. from Rogue One, yes. right? Who is a Mon Calamari? As yeah, well. sure. Okay, sure. So that's look. In a way, he's a a Calamari, is there? <laughs> if you love that character design. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I like that it was Holdo because she was like. Oh no! Again, I, just, I think it makes way more sense for in terms of the Last Jedi for it to be her. I yeah. see her plot parallel DJs you just don't know about them right and then yeah. she does something heroic at the moment he does something terrible and it just that just hit me then like that's something I haven't been uh, sitting on yeah it's there true. are these two ambiguous characters as the audience and you're kind of like I don't know what her ambitions are is she actually a terrible person and Poe is right 
same thing you're thinking with DJ, you know, we didn't get a code breaker. No, we didn't get the code breaker, we got a code breaker. And you think he he's like, going good for a little while. Well, so B, B, my wife, was convinced that um, uh, that, that, that was the, the right code breaker they were looking for. It wasn't, he didn't have the flower, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, she was like, that guy that was gambling stole his jacket and that's why he's got the oh, flower Oh, that's on. cool. Justin that's a cool thing. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, it's totally a that's valid a cool theory. That's a good yeah, yeah. It's valid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because nice he was man. a great code breaker. And then he did come around. He takes the, you know, the, the, the necklace and he only uses it because he needs it to break yeah, in. Yeah, and it, he, doesn't, he doesn't betray them until he has to. Yeah. They get caught and, when money and he involved. gets his way. Exactly. Yeah. He gets he his was, way out. He had full intention to help them. Uh, See, I thought that his, like, his role, as well as the whole casino scene and the kid with the broom at the end, like having that like level of, you know... There's so many people that aren't involved in the stories that we see in Star Wars. There are so many people that are affected by war in general and are displaced and all of those different things. Like seeing that in terms of like a class and like classism sort of situation, I thought was really important. I wasn't a well. The sports bar that we're in right now for the first time ever. They're starting to play us out. They've decided to put on car racing audio. Yeah. Even though we are the only ones in here. <laughs> we're the only ones in here. We did not request this. I like it when they first play shitty, shitty yacht rock. Yeah, an eighties jam. Favorite moment? Uh, favorite you? moment? I mean, it's still the Snoke dying and and, oh, uh, yeah. and Kylo and Ray. Yeah, that scene with the like the red and the when the fucking guards when and, and, and goes up to when she catches her lightsaber. Oh, Absolutely. Oh no, God, he, that's yeah, good. Yeah, when he turns yeah. it on and I love yeah. that. Oh, she, you see this handy like, is it hers or is it his? And he, she grabs it and then a back to back. Yeah, the, and I, I know when she chucks in the lightsaber, and then and he catches it and, he catches and turns it, it, on, and he it, it on. Good boy, hey fam, honorary member Hideo Kojima tweeted about it. <laughs> <laughs> he tweeted about it. Remember. Just that scene. He's like, I saw the Last Jedi. I'll find it uh, if I haven't been banned. It's a, it's a, um, it's a great tweet, and I can't do it justice. Like I need to read it as Hideo has tweeted it. Well, my my favorite moment is that in, is that they. Um, I can't remember what what flies at that red screen that surrounds Snoke's chamber or whatever it is but it's like one of the Kratorian guards or whatever like his head or something flies oh. through it and then the whole thing catches fire yes. and then by the end yeah. of the scene there's no there's more no, red screen I think it's them. actually like the lightsaber thing that's on the end of one of their uh, sticks right their best the take yeah, yeah. is here Hideo saw Kajima. Star Wars The Last Jedi I was so thrilled to see Adam Driver not Kylo Ren Adam Driver holding the sword in a backhand grip <laughs> That is one of the most important parts about Star Wars. How good is that? The is that the most beautiful tweet? Yeah. Almost as beautiful as there's a, an incredible interaction between um, uh, Ryan Johnson... And Frank Oz. And, and Frank Oz, Yoda, yeah, yeah. Puppeteer and Which is excellent. Actor. Yeah, look, look that up on Twitter too. Yeah. Um, um, I think that's my favourite scene as well. I also love... It's just brilliant. It's everything you want in Star Wars. I love like, seeing the, the, the resistance and the shitty old speeders flying towards the ATM sixes. Just like yep. that ship design, the old shitty ship, I love. Like, I love the fact they're exposed. The fact, yeah. like... The, Pose like with his leg hanging out of it. Like I love seeing that old style ship. I don't know what it is, and just yep. the red flying. Like that's such an amazing, amazing, mm. amazing vision. Yeah. So I, I, I like all of my criticisms with it. Just felt like I was nitpicking. It's a really good movie. It's and, fantastic. And potentially my favorite Star Wars movie, depending on the mood that I'm in. It's the one I'm the most excited for my son to see and my daughter. That's fair. I, I, I say my son first because he's older, and also because he'll watch it before her. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but, totally. Uh, like, I, I, the message of The Last Jedi was not lost on me, Chloe. Women are important. Glad, glad to see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so uh, glad it's imparted that wisdom um, on you. <laughs> but I, I, but like, it's, it's insane to me how many fucking shit takes there have been of this yeah. movie that are all 
basically really people calling it like you know social justice wars yeah. and like which Star Wars actually is but it's just like, like and not in a bad way like you know they are fighting for social justice the heroes in every film and yeah like no one that fights for social justice is doing a bad thing either like, no it's so I hate that this is the world it's we're a, living I'd where I hate to talk about Donald Trump in this episode but it's the post-Trump world where people are like complaining a Star Wars movie is about instilling hope no, in minorities no it's not it's nothing to do with the post-Trump world uh, because I mean I wrote a story about The Force Awakens when that came out about the MRA backlash to a female so Jedi well. was when, when, was, and uh, Bush was our president then yeah <laughs> Clinton was on sack <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um but I, when that came out, I wrote a story just making fun of the MRAs who did not like the fact that there was a female Jedi. And I actually got targeted by an MRA website called Return of Kings who sent Fuck me who sent me death threats and uh, rape threats. Oh, wow. So this has existed for a long time. They're still they, on Facebook, unlike me. Yeah, yeah exactly. Fuck. They're still yeah. on Facebook, unlike me. They're still happy to yeah, have those guys. But, um, yeah, like this has always existed, this sect of horrible... Horrible people in the Star Wars fandom have always existed, but unfortunately, this has brought out the worst in people. Let big things be for everyone. Yeah, yeah. I don't get it. Let people enjoy it. really sad. Like, I, I don't understand like how you can see this movie and be like, and not see yourself in the characters that don't look like you. Yeah, it's, like, un- it's unbelievable. It's just like, you don't need to look like someone to... Be to be exactly you, yeah. you, you, you know there, there, there are moments there are, there are flaws and heroic moments in all the characters that everyone has within everybody them everybody fails in you this don't, movie like, it's, just, yeah, it's, it's great it's great everybody does Luke fails Ben Finn fails bringing Rose, Luke back Poe you know, everyone fails yeah but even outside of Star Wars I just do not understand the thought process of I've decided that, that this is the way that this movie should go and when it doesn't go this way I'm angry because I was entitled to the story that I created in my head that is insane to me that is an insane way of thinking the biggest thing that like the ultimate turn off like I will never listen to your argument if you lead with Ray as a Mary Sue oh my god yes same thank you for one I don't even know what the fuck Mary Sue means so Mary Sue generally means somebody who has and this is, and I don't agree with that. They haven't earned the right to be a yeah. hero. They just hasn't had enough training to be as good as what they are. Why is it? Ma- why are they called Mary Sue? But they're like it was so like Mary. A character in a it was, yeah. And what? Else. But um, Mary Sue is used derogatorily towards women, whereas, of course there's, it is, yeah. whereas there's a different one for men. But it's you, like I wouldn't be able to tell you what that is because it's used very rarely. Yeah, like, uh, and basically never. It's like cuck. Everyone's throwing Mary Sue around, but no one really knows where it came from. Yeah, it's so dumb. And what was my? Uh, uh, there's, there's so many ridiculous words that people use now to describe why yeah. things are bad when they're not. Yeah. I just, I feel like if you are complaining that this new Star Wars film so is, a, is a SJW film or whatever it is, like you've just fundamentally misunderstood Star Wars from point number one. Yeah. You need to find a door or a bin. Mary <laughs> or Sue the is sea. an idealized. Yeah, or the sea. Jump in the sea. Mary Sue is an idealized and seemingly perfect fictional character. Often this character is recognized as an author insert or wish fulfillment. So it's when an author wants to do things which, you know, they might have done in their previous life. If they did help a ship from drowning, they would put this Mary Sue character in to do it. Or like uh, when um, Edgar Wright wrote all of Jamie Foxx's lines well, in, uh, in Baby Driver, right? Well, it reminds me of something that Stephen King would do. Right. Uh, often this character is recognized as, an, uh, sorry, they usually perform better tasks than they should be. Given the amount of training or experience, sometimes the name is resolved only for women, but more often the name is used for both genders and male is called a Gary Stew. Gary Sue. Gary Have you Sue. ever heard the term Gary Sue? I bet you never. haven't because it's never I was born used. from Star Trek fandom by the looks of things. Wow. So. Thanks a lot, JJ, for resurrecting <laughs> that God damn it, franchise. JJ. Yeah. 
Yeah. Look, I, I, I really think it's a great movie. And I'm, I'm like, I, I still think the, some of the criticisms that I had last week are, are definitely present, but I don't think in the, in, the, in the bigger scheme of things they matter. I think there's like definitely parts of the movie that are weaker than the stronger parts, but fuck, the stronger parts are good. Yeah, and every movie has its flaws, and if it didn't, then you know. And, and like, yeah, I got just a, not seeing them. I've got to stand by like that decision to to change up this universe. I, and I yeah, love it. It's absolutely. a movie that loves cinema as well. Like, yeah. it's, mm-hmm. it's wearing its heart on its sleeve. It's referencing several, you know, famous. It looks it looks like certain films. It feels like certain films. It's taking its cues from classic war films, samurai films. More so, this is a Kurosawa film than a previ- any previous Star Wars movie. I find Luke's depiction is like the old grizzled man is so straight out of that. It just it's a movie we needed to see, and a lot of people are too scared that they don't they don't want to see it. They want a Luke swinging with the sword. Like the fact, man, how symbolic is it that he puts away the Jedi robes and he goes back to his hermit clothes, yep. throws the lightsaber away? Like those Chucks are slaps in the faces to people who thought they had this movie figured out. Yeah, it's 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 by design. Like this is not the Luke you expected. Luke says in the movie, "This is not going to go the way you think it is." Yeah, mm. he says that in the trailer. And burn the uh, let the past die. Let like, the past die. <laughs> so I've used that so many times this week. Um, yesterday, um, I had an article published in. Uh, uh, the Sydney Morning Herald in the good food section. I wrote a restaurant review about a, a burger truck in the western suburbs. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, next to it was an article about all of these older restaurant owners that are just like shitting on all the things that young people in the restaurant industry do. Avocado. Sure. Oh, no, no, not even food trends. Like just like just saying that like, you know, people don't dine anymore. They just eat. And like people that like and, and saying the shit like. thing I've ever heard. I know. <laughs> Saying shit like, you know, like like on the rise of natural wine, which is something that I'm a massive fan of, as yeah. you would have known if you Natty if you Wine. Were, Natty Wine's great. I love Natty Wine. Yeah. Um, it's my thing. Natty um, Wab. It's it's uh it's it's what it's what uh ruined my viewing of uh, Last Jedi, some might it, it argue. Is. Mm. Some, uh, would, some would say. Or it made uh, it better, who knows? I definitely think it made it better. Yeah. I think <laughs> I think made your session better. It definitely did. <laughs> In a sense. Um, laughing but, in yeah, and Neil Perry places. Neil Perry, who's like probably like one of the biggest known chefs in Australia is like you won't find any natural wine in my house only real wine congratulations and then the <laughs> a friend of ours who listens to the podcast shout out to Callum Boys um, uh, posted a photo of uh, him ordering a natural wine <laughs> at Neil Perry at, at, Neil Perry at a restaurant but I, I posted that article with um, and with uh the, 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 the Kylo die. quote, let the past die, kill it if you have to. I'm really inspired by that line about like just letting shitty old things die. It sounds like so that's actively helping kill them. The script. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So after this podcast, we're going to go to Rockpool and kill Neil Perry. Yeah, that's right. That's what we're going to do. Oh, this is so evidence. Evidence in a legal case. You know case that we soon. did it? Yeah. What if he actually got murdered? <laughs> we, we would be, we would be liable. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I knew I was going to ruin everything. Fuck. You're such a Mary Sue Chloe. <laughs> God damn it. You don't know how to kill people, but for some reason you've got I'm the really good at it. <laughs> Stop Mary Suing murder. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> well, I think uh, being uh, <laughs> liable for... Uh, oh, you just Mary Sue'd beer all over herself. Being potential potential oh, murders is a greater place as any to end this episode. Also, we have to present a movie in 35 minutes. Okay, cool. We've got to go to uh, Golden Age Cinema and present Batman Returns. It's hard being media Luddite. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> None of us have eaten. Unless you count the orange in our beers. Which we haven't eaten. Also, we haven't eaten, so none of us have eaten. No. Uh, we've been listening to Hey Fam. Um, we're going to be doing uh, uh, an episode next week uh, about our favourite movies, Films, video movies, games. Album, everything else. Everything. All that our favourite shit Star of the Wars. year that wasn't Star Wars. Except my favourite movie is probably maybe Star Wars. <laughs> it is. Like, shut up. They're going to um, talk about Star Wars, guys. Chloe, if people want to find you on the internet, where can they find you? 
Uh, at Closage on uh, Twitter and Instagram. C H L O S A R G E. Yes, correct. Um, uh, I also have a page on Facebook, but I only post boring writing uh, there. So. When I hit like, I accidentally hit get notifications from this page. Oh my so god! So whenever you post anything, I just get a notification like, "Close Sergeant posted this." I'm okay, good. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Ban me from Facebook. Yeah, just so much stuff about uh, same-sex marriage. Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is our last episode before Christmas, so yes. whatever you celebrate, dear listener, well, should we I give hope each it's other presents on the air? Oh yeah, we got each other presents. You ready? Yes. Okay, cool. Me and Angus got each other presents. Um, and we're going to open them while I give our social details, out, social network details out. Well, it's going to be quicker this week because I'm not on Facebook. We never give your Facebook out. Well, yeah, but I, mean, I don't even know what is your Facebook. What was your Facebook URL? What was it's it? Angus Truscott. All right. Angus Dot Truscott? Uh, yeah, I think that's what, how they used to do it, wasn't it? That were big dot boys. Once upon a time. Oh, wait, I opened your present for you. Thank you. Yay. <laughs> uh, guys, it's really sweet. Look, oh, okay. C- can we yeah. guess each other's present? Oh, you probably know what yours is. Yeah, okay, I, I bet it's the art of The Last Jedi. Book. I don't know, maybe open it. <laughs> <laughs> I really oh, don't know what it is. I didn't do a oh, card. man, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's no face. Oh, my God. It's, we've actually looked at this it's online. It's so good. We've actually honestly looked at this. It is the coin. Oh, my God. That's uh, amazing. for no face from Spirited Away. And you put coins on his plate and he eats it. And he has his gross teeth. That, that makes me so There's batteries in it. So you, oh can, man, you, you can do it on air. It, it makes noise. It's so good. Um, so it actually came in a, in a box, but it came from Japan. And um, it got like submerged in water on oh, the way cool. to Australia. Classic. Uh, and then so I left it out in one of our very hot days in the sun. And it works. And it, and it's, and it works. It's fine. Oh, but but if, if you want the water damage packaging, I kept them. One day I'd like to look at it, but I'll uh, let the past die. And I have lots of videos <laughs> of, uh, of my daughter Matilda trying to use oh, it, man, that's so which cute. are really, really oh, good. Can that be my this Christmas present yeah, if you send those videos to me? Thank you. Ma'am, you know I gave hey. you the Rogue One one last year. I yeah, had it's to so do good. It. Oh, so good. It's what a so brilliant. good. Yeah, the book the is art of Star Wars The Last Jedi. And the Mary Sue herself is on the front cover. Ain't she great? She's so good at everything. I love her. Yeah, she's the best. She's the best. Yeah, also, so people were complaining about Daisy Ridley's acting. Oh, get out of here. Need, yeah, I liked they need it. to stop. It's good. Yeah, she's great. She's so good. She's phenomenal. Yeah. Anyway, um, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Hey Fam. You can find us at facebook.com slash podcast. You can uh, subscribe to our Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash heyfam. Yeah, if you liked the sound of us opening presents, we've actually done a secret Santa um, in our Facebook group. With uh, me, and, me and Angus have sent presents to. Uh, I had to send mine overseas. Really? I'm, yeah. I, he's not going to get it on Christmas Day. Fancy. I can tell you that much. But uh, yeah, we have uh, we have about I think there's like 80 people in there now. Yeah, we've we all have, sent each other presents. Or 79 now that you've been banned from Facebook. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there's a, is a great group I'm of people. I'm on Act Two at the moment. Yeah. I am on the island, and no one can contact me. But if you want to join the, a very fun and uh, cool group of just like of people that love the things that we talk about on the podcast and we just kind of discuss them 24-7 because there's people from all over the world in the group. Um, it's wild. Patreon.com slash HeyFam if you want to come and join us there. It's like four bucks a month. Um, and you can find us on Twitter. Angus hasn't been banned from that yet, but yet. give it 24, 24 yeah. hours. Yeah. Uh, Twitter.com slash at Chimichangus. Or Star Wars Broom. Angus. Or, yeah, Star Wars Broom first and foremost. Please follow us there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm at LevDog, L-E-V-D-A-W-G. great too. That, so that box is a is a box that I, I bought the uh, the Box Boy Amiibo oh, from Nintendo, the, the Nintendo lovely. eBay page. So and they I'm sent not me throw a, out this box. Yeah, I know. I, oh, I've kept it for eight I'm months. I'm not going to throw it out at all. I was like, I know what to use this for. Finally, <laughs> you know what's really funny at the moment? I have a uh, a Star Wars Rogue One cup is where we put our change in, but now I have a new one. Yeah. Amazing, this is beautiful. a real one. So good. So um, is there an on? Oh yeah, there's an on button. Sorry, I'll show you how to use your new Christmas present very soon. Merry Christmas to all of our listeners and happy whatever else you may celebrate during this time. Uh, may the force be with you. 
May the force be with you always. And may you enjoy your morning. May Mary Sue be with you. <laughs> may Mary Sue be with you. Oh! Bam, 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 bam. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.